this a vibe? <laughs> I don't care what anybody say. That joint still go. It do. Welcome back. Welcome back. PNB Podcast. It's your boy, The Truth in the Building. Back once again for another week. To my right, I got my mans. Geechee. Geechee Luciano. To my left, I have special guests. <laughs> Dear, that's, that's you. You supposed to introduce me. Oh, you want me? My bad. I would you introduce. I said to my right, I got my mans, and he was like, Geechee Luciano. Oh, he said it? He definitely did say it. Oh, shit. It's all good. Okay. It's nah. DJ Sean Don, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Sean Don in the building. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling really good. You're feeling really good? Yes. This is a good Monday. Man, no, it's not. It's not. It's like 98 degrees. But it was like an overcast, so it was like a good 98 degrees. Man, look, I, every time I walked outside, I felt like I was walking into a microwave. I ain't going to lie to you. I swear. We so dramatic. <laughs> you black people do be extra when it comes to heat. So dramatic. Hey, look, man. Look, I, yo, I even brought up the sweat rag at work. Bro. <laughs> you know, I stay with my job. I got the body, so I got to have the sweat rag on deck, man. Nah, man. My, my, my dad Jamaican. I always say that, man. I was Every time I went outside, I was texting my mom. I'm like, look, I'm not trying to walk out here and... And be as dark as my dad when I get home, bro. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to keep the good, you know, the good bronzy skin. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> and she from she from the she from down south, so heat is a little different to her. You know. Oh what I mean? yes, this is like normal weather for the south. Like it's a little humid, but this is normal. Man, look, I'm living in Maryland, DC, this area, it can be 95 degrees one day, 62 the next That's day. That's a fact. I really feel like global warming that doesn't exist. You should be used to this. Oh, global warming don't exist? No, of course what you, not. What you mean? I mean, with you guys president, it doesn't <laughs> you, it doesn't exist. With, with you guys president, that's your, that's your president. <laughs> man. Y'all, looking at, y'all looking at the wrong nigga, man. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't vote for that nigga. <laughs> that's what's so, up. so what y'all been up to, man? Well, shit. I, I might as well start, man. I, I've been good, man. You know, this week been been pretty chill. Uh, last weekend was uh, was my baby birthday. You know, twenty ninth birthday. So, uh, you know, it was actually on Wednesday. Yes, um, Rachel. Yeah, hey, man. Mm. But you did, you do know. I was saying, you know, her name. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, this show, no, all about business. Mm. But um, <laughs> but yeah, now her birthday was last week, so uh, we went out for a birthday on Wednesday, and then I did some stuff for over the weekend. And I planned like a random little surprise. Uh, little party for her friends and her oh, family. Oh, look at so. you being a good nigga. Hey, that's listen, so man, cute. I tried, man. You know, I tried. WWS. Hey, listen, man, that's what I'm here for. That's you good, know what It's man. appreciated. I'm, I'm proud of you, bro. You know, when yes. I decided to hang my, my belts up on the walls, <laughs> I decided to go all in. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, nah, that was cool. And uh, I'm back, man. You know, summertime. Hey, you know, did we, did we talk at all about Atlanta last week? When we was on the train, uh, we did a little bit. We talked, yeah, we did, we did. We talked about not having oh, like the, no police, the gathering spot, and all that shit. Yeah, yeah we did. Okay. We did. I was just making sure we touched on that joint. Yeah, you know? we did. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool. But hey, we can talk about. Well, I'll talk about it. Last week we went to the uh, Howard Theater to see the little Joe Budden podcast, right. and that, that joint was it was it was good. It was good. You know, I'll talk about it later. That, I, I was gonna save that for my P and B uh, segment this week. <laughs> I know we haven't been having that, but you know, I got some things to get off my chest about it. But all in all, you know, just to see. I look at it as like my peers, just to see my peers on stage, you know, doing what they do, getting off and and uh, being able to fill up a stadium. I mean, you know, an arena like that. Shit, that's goals. Yeah, that's you know, that, That's something you can look to and be like, all right, I can do that. Yeah, and it's crazy because I mean, he said himself, I went to, you know, but my favorite rapper, I said this all the time, and uh, he said his last two shows that he had at Howard Theater, it wasn't, it wasn't packed like it was for his podcast. podcast yeah. And it just goes to show you that 
you know, music is one thing, but when you can actually put out your thoughts and your expressions to the world, it can touch a whole nother segment yeah. of folks. You know what I mean? I think it's dope to see that podcasts are really taking off and, and blowing up the way that they are. You know, I, I said this before a while yeah. ago that I remember I, in, in college, man, we used to record whack ass rappers in our dorms <laughs> in my apartments, man. I mean, me and my boy, man, shout out to Cam, though. We got like just tracks and tracks of just trash songs that people used to just come over They'll and record with us. I mean, it's a fact, right? They're beginning level songs. Yeah, you got you know, you to let niggas get there. Everybody has to start like this, the, the niggas that was, we was, we was like recorded our crib, Damn. them <laughs> niggas is not rapping no more. You know, Damn. but like one of them is. But either way, you know, and I remember back then <laughs> on the iPhone. So to, much shade. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. You know, they still paid us. We still got paid, right. you know. But I mean, back then, you know, I saw, I used to see the podcast. I was like, what the hell is this? I didn't know what it mm. was. And I said it before, like before, you couldn't even delete it off your phone. Yeah. Now you can, but before you couldn't, and, you know, uh, what is it? Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. I wish back then, instead of putting so much time into the music that didn't even pop off, we was maybe put a little bit more time into exploring um, how to express ourselves instead yeah. of letting everybody else come and express themselves, you know, in our space. So Yeah, that was something I was talking about with my brother. Uh, you know, I always say you got to find the right platform, you know, to tell your story. And Budden, you know, he was good as a rapper, but... His podcast, the way it's taken off, yes. I mean, that may be his uh, his best avenue. Absolutely. So, you know, it's different strokes with different folks. So, uh, you know, I'll let you go, DJ Sean Don. What schools to? did you guys go to? Vondergrave? Yeah. I went to Virginia oh. Commonwealth University in Richmond, VCU? Virginia. Yes, okay. ma'am, VCU. I went to the University of Maryland College Park. Okay. Go Turpins. Graduated 2010. You know, shout out to my fellow Rams. I feel you. Okay. Man, when did I graduate? Damn, you graduated 2010? Yeah, nigga. I'm 30. Well, about to be. Shit. Damn, I graduated 13, man. Well, you said it like it was way before. Nah, you. but like, but like, young, I started school 09. You, you, yeah. if you, yeah, like, so I that was still my freshman year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I started, started 06. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I went to the University of Alabama. I graduated 2015. Oh, Roll so. Tide. Youngin. Roll Tide, yes. Yeah. Oh, that is Roll Tide. It, okay. it is a Roll Tide school. Yeah, okay. Yes. Hmm. My mm. little young boy, he, uh, Deshaun Han, he went to, um, he went to the University of Alabama. He he got drafted by some 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 team this year. You know I don't watch football no more, so I ain't. Hip, I bro. mean that's common. Yeah. You go to UA, you get drafted. Yeah, if you if you play yeah. for that team, you go yeah. and make it to the NFL. You're somewhere, gonna somewhere. make. Mm-hmm. The only nigga I know is my uh, my best friend's neighbor, Cyrus Jones. He got, okay. He uh he used to play at um, Gilman mm-hmm. School in um Maryland. Went to Alabama, now, and then he got drafted by the Patriots. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's just so, why. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What yeah. you went up to this week? How your weekend was? My weekend was pretty solid. It was pretty good. Um, you living a joyful life, man. I am. Like, I really am. It's it's been a long time coming, but definitely, I DJed at the W. Nice this past weekend, and I really spent time with some friends. It was very much needed. Right. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, shit. Since we're on the topic, man, let's let's go ahead and jump into what we want came here to talk about. Yeah. Which yeah. was you? Me. Yeah. yeah. Hey, All guys. about you, man. <laughs> So we was having a conversation right before the show and, you know, kind of warming up and stuff. But she was dropping a lot of gems. So I'll basically invite you to, to say the same stuff we were talking about before. <laughs> so, you know, give us a, just a look into your background, you know, where you, you say you're from the South. You know, mm-hmm. what brought you to uh, D.C.? So I'm originally from Birmingham, Alabama. And, you know, I went to a couple of high schools. I went to Midfield High School and then Winona High School. Crazy thing happened when back in that time I was I was baby. 
Oh, that's a that's a different life. Oh, so that so I means she was throwing hands. She was throwing hands out there. I was David back yeah, then. She was throwing hands. They put her out there. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I was about to say, yeah. bro. I know that story. <laughs> but um, I honestly, in high school, I didn't think I would even go to college. But True. then I had like this one mentor who was my ROTC professor, even though I wasn't in ROTC. He was like, I see potential in you, you know, mm-hmm. all those things. Like I was class president. Started a whole African-American history club. Just crazy stuff. And he got me like a full ride. Well, wow. I got myself, but he got me a full ride to University of Alabama. And while at Alabama, crazy times, I I basically was a ward of the state where I was in foster care at one point in time during my senior year. And that allowed me to have like, a different perspective on college and I met a mentor and we founded um rise which is rise or reach as you call it now um at University of Alabama where we did like a mentorship program for students who are awarded the state while in college and they had a social work program that had a UA in DC so I was like I just have to get out of Alabama like I'm tired of it it's it's a, it's cool, but I need to see something else. And so UA and DC afforded me to be in DC under one of like the best nonprofits ever. Iona Senior Services. I love, I love, love, love geriatrics. Like one that's, of my passions. That's old, old, old people. people. Okay. Yes. Old people. I yeah. love old people. Like that's one of like my passions in life. Like it's crazy. So can I can I ask you a quick question? I yeah. didn't mean to cut you off, but um you said something really good there. Uh could you speak more about the importance of mentors? Because I feel like a lot of people they they look up to people as like idols, especially like celebrities and different True. things. But Truly understanding, like, who can truly guide you to the next level. Can you speak on that? True. So I feel like at every part of your life, you need to have a mentor who you, who's a peer, someone who you aspire to be, and also someone who you can reach back and be a mentor to them. That's at every part of your life. And so, like, mentorship is very difficult to find, but you also have to know what you want to be next. And so my mentor that I had in college, she was just like an amazing black woman. She was crazy aspiring. And I literally just walked up to her. I was like, I love you. (laughs) I love you. Like, I need help. And that's like the biggest thing that a lot of people don't, they're not vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And so when looking for mentorship, you have to be slightly vulnerable, but you have to know what you want. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right, so hold on. So I, I, you got a whole lot right there. I'm trying to mm-hmm. see where I want to pinpoint at. So I know, okay, so taking it back, you said you're a ward of the state. Mm-hmm. So what does that exactly mean? A ward of the state means that I was in the foster care system. Mm-hmm. So a point in my life where like the senior year, senior year to college, it was like things happened in life where I was removed from my family. and. And I was just like, I was at the age where I could be in a group home or I could just be on my own. Mm-hmm. So group homes wasn't my thing. Like, not at all. But 
I was on my own from like senior year to freshman year of college. So like the little gap. And and that's like a really important like stage in your life because that's kind of like yes. the make it or break it, right? Like most yeah. like the yes, decisions absolutely. that set you up for the rest of your life happen absolutely. between like that 16 to 18 years old. So, I mean, that, that says a lot to like the mentors and the positive people that you had in your life to kind of help you steer towards the direction that you went in. But just looking back at that time period, like is there is there any moment where you was just like, you know what? Like, what happened in particular? Like, you know what? I got to get out of my situation now. Like, I, Alabama just isn't, like, the world. Yeah. I was definitely going to ask the same question. Yeah. Because a lot of people. Because, um, yeah. I mean, it's, I'm hmm. sure it's easy to succumb to, to certain situations, certain, certain uh, scenarios that you find yourself in. But is there anything that you was like, you know what, man? This ain't it. I'm, I'm trying to get about this joke. It was literally, like, my school was, like, the AP pilot. You guys okay. know about AP? Yeah. Uh, so my advanced, class. Advanced plans. Yeah, see, I, yeah. I, know, I, I don't know what that yeah. means. But I knew it was <laughs> <laughs> so my school was like one of the pilot schools and my senior class was like the pilot class. And it was literally six or seven females that the whole school like hinged on to create the standard. And so we had select teachers and each of my teachers, I was like, no, I really don't want to do AP. That uh, jump, that jump I could just money. like cruise by and just mm-hmm. be awesome. That was like, no, get your life. Challenge You're going to do AP. Get your college credits. Get your, get your college credits. <laughs> yes. So it really was like my teachers within the school system, like Miss Ogoto, Coach Pope, Miss Randall, just like those people. They they were really like, you need to get your life together. Mm-hmm. Yes, shit is hard, but you you still got to move on. Right. Like, yeah. you have to do bigger and better. That's dope. Mm-hmm. That's dope. So, all right. So, you went to college, and what you uh, what you major in? My major was in. Well, first of all, not. What made you go to Alabama? What made me go to Alabama? Like, was there a bunch of other schools you applied to, or was it just the one? Yes, I was accepted into like Columbia in New York. Yeah, nice. Columbia, um, a couple of HBCUs, but Alabama, it was a full ride. It was literally about easy, money. Easy, easy, yeah, easy decision. An easy choice. I feel like if I could like, go back Sorry. and do it again. I say it all the time. I mean, I would pick literally any school that let me in for, yes. for as close to free as possible, yes. I would have went to. And, and if Alabama you don't get the free ride, choice. go to community college for those two years. And then, and then, and then go to a four-year yes, university. Because it's paid. But then yeah, it's, it's also easy to say that. But then looking back, it's like, dog, my four years in my school was like irreplaceable. You <laughs> know what I mean? So it's kind of like, fuck the money, man. Like, I, I yeah. met so many I mean, but I feel like in any college you'll make it a college experience Mm. so I feel like you would have still had the same experience depending on where you go it's all about how you make it Yeah. No, that's real. Because yeah. I, I took a summer class at uh, BCCC Community College. Mm-hmm. That shit was loud. What, what is it? BCCC Baltimore uh, City that's Community right. College. I told you, I don't know shit about Baltimore. You be throwing stuff around, I don't know. BCCC. BCCC, Baltimore yeah. City Community College. Yeah, man. I don't want to be there. <laughs> it's over West. You don't want to be there. I don't want to be over there. But nah, well, yeah, it was cool. Right. So the full ride is what got you. The full ride is really what got me. And then like, when I went, um, Alabama was like, in their prime time of football. So it was like a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Even though it's like a public white institute. Yeah. It was really cool. Which like, is like most schools. Most yeah. schools. Yeah. Most public but it was, schools. Right. Most schools exactly. It was so dope. Like, I still have mentors there too. Mm-hmm. Like, Dr. Stacey Jones. 
like she saw me we met and after like a kind of tragic experience but she really took me under her wing and right. she connected me to my other mentor who you know we did the program with for foster students one thing that i noticed is that you you've been saying a lot of names and people that have influence on your life and i think that's really cool because i Looking back in my high school, I could maybe mention like two teachers that like really had an impact on me. But I can see that there was a lot of people that like rooting for you had had your back in that. I was going down the horrible path. Absolutely. Yeah, it seemed like she had a lot of people around her who understood their purpose Mm -hmm. and understand. Like as a teacher, you really have to like teaching, and that's like very hard to find these days. Yeah, because I I know (laughs) going to school where I went to school, even though I was you know I went to school. Um, high school at Calvert Hall College, um, high school in Towson, very privileged, predominantly white. There weren't a lot of teachers that mo- most of the teachers were just like former students. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't really like they wanted to like teaching was their passion. Mm-hmm. You know, they had already went through the system and they were already being pushed to a certain point. And then it was like, all right, their fallback was teaching. That's how it felt for especially for a black kid in a predominantly white school. You know, you don't really get those connections. But Man, I, I wanted to touch on something you said earlier. You you said um, when you were mentioned, talking about the mentors, um, you said that you have to know where you want to get to. Absolutely. So that that's the part I want to not necessarily challenge you on, but ask you more about because I know it's like even me and and, and certain cases like you don't know where you want to go. You, you kind of know like oh, I, that's so true. You know, like yes. I, I guess I guess you know where you want to get to, but you don't understand how you can proceed it's kind of like you know what success looks like but you don't know what it really looks what it like. really is what it, what it really like, is all right, you know this person has a lot of money like jay-z just right. he was just um announced as the president of puma mm-hmm. best, uh, exactly basketball, basketball operations yeah. and you're like all right that's success but then it's like for yourself but that's also a job that you didn't even know was possible Existed. exactly mm-hmm. yes. yeah so it's like how do you how do you get to those points where you finally are able to say to yourself Man, I'm successful. You know, how do you proceed? I mean, I, it's, it's, a, it's a... I feel like, one, you have to know how to define your own success. And then, two, I literally pray that God supernaturally places me with the people who he sees fit in his plan for me. Yeah, that's been working for you. <laughs> I really do. Um, those are, like, my specific prayers. And at that time, my mentor is just like plopped in my life yeah. and I didn't even know it yeah yeah man I had one I got one mentor uh from college mm-hmm. I I literally email her like every three months just to check in we don't like talk every day but I'll email her just randomly you know miss miss uh Gabrielle Salinas <laughs> and um she was my undergraduate uh, um undergraduate counselor advisor in a business school business school predominantly white you know little black kid like me, I was going through exactly. it all. You know what I mean? Yes. Like you, yes. you studying, you trying to keep up with people, you got to do the clubs. And then, right. you know, I'm an accounting major. Nobody <laughs> wants to be an accountant that's boring and shit. That's true. And she just sat me down like, yo, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm an accounting major. I'm trying to double major in information systems. She literally told me, I still ain't listened to her. She told me, she was like, you don't need to do accounting. You need to do something else. Like, right. She was like, you're in the business school, but you're not going to be like, you're not going to be an accountant. You need to like, venture out of the business school and do other right. shit. 
And then like, I didn't realize until I was 26 last year. I was like, damn, she was right. <laughs> he emailed it immediately. He was like, man, you were right. You know, I even went to an office and started tearing up. I was like, yo, like you saved my life type shit. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's, it's real. And she, she told me all this, all these stories and stuff. Cause she, um, she actually grew up uh for some time in chicago mm. you know so she was like you know i've been hanging out with black people all my life and there's, there's this white lady telling me yeah. you know all these stories and it's so atypical because we always hear these stories about like uh like black men and black women like mentoring um you know mm -hmm. young black females yes, and young black men. which is so hard right it's really hard yeah. but yes and then i got this white lady telling me like all these dope ass stories and really leading me through the path and i'm like Yo, you're so dope. And and what that did was it allowed me to see the world not so much that it was all about color. You know what I mean? It was like, all right, well, you're just like me. You know what I mean? In, in a world where you're always trying to segregate people and categorize them, she was just like, yo, keep it real. Keep it real with yourself. For real, for real, that's part of the reason why I call myself the truth. She was like, yo, you just got to be the truth. I was like, yo, hold on to that. Hold yeah. on to that. So That's dope. I have one uh, one mentor in mind that always stands out to me miss smith she was my 11th grade uh history teacher man like we... i swear it's always the history teachers <laughs> yeah. that are like the realest <laughs> the dopest man like because they, they keep are. it real you know a black lady man she was from uh she was from down south too i mean the way she she freaked that our history lessons man was just so dope man I, every time i talk to her, every time i see her, she always brings up this one story this uh i was beefing with this dude one time and we was about to fight we was about this, to fight on the nigga, way to class this nigga always beefing with people <laughs> But listen, gross, listen, gross. Listen, let me tell you something. God been molding me for gross. 29 yes. years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and we was beef I was beefing with the dudes about to fight in the hallway. And uh, somehow we didn't end up fighting. We got to the class. He was in my class. And, you know, people were still sicing in the background. Like, dog, sicing in the background, dog. And I just couldn't take it no more. So I got up. I went over to his desk and I, like, flipped that joint over. And Miss Smith was like, Renee, get out of my class, blah, blah, blah. So she grabbed me. She pulled me. And uh, she calmed me down. And she ain't sent me to the principal, nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? She just mm -hmm. got got through it. She sat me back down. And ever since then, me and her, we was just best friends for the rest of my, my junior year. And I was mm -hmm. her aide my senior year. And all throughout college, me and her, we randomly hit each other like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I would go to the school to go see her. And it was real dope is my man, one of my best friends, um, Abdul, he went to go holler at her at the school a couple weeks ago. And she was saying, like, look, I'm, she's actually the assistant principal now at the school. No, which, yeah, it's That's actually dope. real dope. And she's deserving because, I mean, her story is wild, too. And, you know, like, her husband had lost his job for a while. So it was just, like, her trying to, like, balance on, like, a teacher's income. And I mean, she was telling me she was going back to school. And all this stuff was going on. And uh, Abdul wanted to go holler at her. And she was telling me that she's trying to create a program for the black kids at the school, black men at the school, uh, black, That's you know, dope. Uh, boys at the school in particular and she wants me and him to get involved um, with it so I'm hoping that this is something that we could take on especially Absolutely. now that I'm about to be done with school and I have much more time but it's so needed it's needed man I, I went to Garfield High School in Woodbridge and that school is uh I think the last they did a Washington Post article mm -hmm. on it. I think it's like ninety some odd percent of schools on like free and reduced lunch to the point where they actually offer um, dinner now to the kids. Yes. Oh wow! So like the kids could stay and eat dinner or come back and eat dinner just because it's like well if ninety some percent of the schools are free and reduced lunch, they probably not eating dinner at home. Yeah, or That's at least true. a balanced meal at home. So they're actually letting the kids come back and do dinner. It's like a pilot that they that they doing. I'm like dog. I need to go back and give give back because my parents still live around the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, you know, it's I, all about I, giving back. Yeah, like yeah. when I go around their way, it's like all the little Spanish kids and black kids in my in my parents' neighborhood. They always be coming and rapping to me, and I'm like, man, like I enjoy this. You know, I want to see these little people grow up mm -hmm. to be you know positive mm -hmm. big people. And like you said, like 
sometimes it just takes that one in your life. It really does. So you can see, okay, I can be like them or better. And, you know, you want them to tell you the same exact thing. Like, yo, don't look at me as, as like, the end-all, be-all. Like, I'm just one person, but you could shoot past me. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's dope. It's dope. Mm -hmm. Word. Man, that dope, man. All right, so you end up in D.C. I ended up in D.C. So I majored in (laughs) healthcare management administration. Um. Like all my life, I thought I I thought I wanted to be like a cardiothoracic surgeon. Slow it down, baby. Wait, wait, slow it down. Slow it down. Slow it down. She went from geriatrics to slow it down. I mean, cardiothoracic surgeon is kind of dealing. Yes, kind of dealing with the old people. Okay, still in a sense, but thoracic. What's that part? I think it's like dealing with the valves. Oh, I was just. I, we were getting there. We did the cardio part. Yes. I was like, heart? All right, cool. But then I realized, like, the work <laughs> schedule wouldn't work for me because people would need, when they would need me, it would be at odd hours. So then I moved to, like, healthcare administration, like, the business side of healthcare. And I still had, like, black women mentors doing, like, my internship during there. And then God basically just moved me to dc and it changed completely so my question is from the south you know alabama to dc what's the the cultural difference like like how was it for you adjusting to how crazy dc people are man because i know hey relax just from baltimore to dc it's two totally different worlds so true the way i looked at it was because i feel like my my next move is going to be new york la or LA. Okay. So DC is like the common medium, like the midpoint between having the South and the major city. Okay. A lot of people say that it's like just the right speed. It's just the right speed, exactly. So I can't honestly say that all DC people are rude because I know <laughs> I know a lot of people are transplants. Oh, no, no, that's a fact. That's it's a fact. A fact. Yeah. So yeah. in like the people who I know from DC. They're very welcoming. They're very loving. You know. Yo, where are these people at, man? Shit, I ain't. I ain't uh, the, the, only, the only welcoming DC people I know are my cousins. Mind you, you from Baltimore. So, like, he's, no, he's, he's from he's, Baltimore. He's, 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 like okay. a, he's like a forever beef with DC okay. and Baltimore. Okay. So, wherever he can take a shot, at, at, he's going to do it. So, don't mind him. Okay. <laughs> so, I haven't been in Baltimore that much, but like the DC people I've encountered, they're like very welcoming. Okay. Like, it's all about vibes and energy. They, they've all had very welcoming energy. That's good. For sure. Or what's the uh, so what's the major difference between besides the speed, but like what like oh the food okay the major difference mm-hmm. I hate southern food up here it's not southern it's not yeah I was about to say <laughs> what the fuck it's not southern <laughs> oh it's not southern what's your uh like what's your go to meal like down south that you can't get up here oh my goodness my down south meal is so many um green acres would have to be like Excuse my number. Me? Green Acres. Is that a restaurant? Or is it's, that a food? It's it's like a restaurant. Okay. So it has like fried chicken, fried green tomatoes. You like Popeyes? Popeyes don't hold you down with fried chicken. <laughs> she looked no. at me like, no, nigga, no. <laughs> no, like mm. it's a very different fried chicken from the south. Okay. S- still. Gotcha. But I think my favorite go-to meal in DC. Hmm. Don't say salmon. You know, I don't, I don't believe in salmon, <laughs> but no. Um, 
I'm definitely like y'all Caribbean food. Like I've legit uh, been on like a oxtail kick for oh, two mm-hmm. to three weeks. That's what I'm about to eat whenever we're done with this show. Actually, true. Yeah. What's true. your what's, what, what Jamaican spot you like? Um, it's called Caribbean Place, mm. and like it's near Falls Church, Virginia. I but know, I'm definitely about to go to Duke's Groceries. You're talking about the off Lee Highway. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking I'm about. I'm definitely about to go to like Duke Groceries and get that oxtail mash. I never had no oxtail mash yet. Oh, my goodness. I got to try that. Duke's Groceries. You got to try my My dad mm-hmm. makes the best, best oxtails in, in this area. Man. Yeah, I'm here. My dad makes the best. Absolutely. Shout out to my pop. Hey, matter of fact, shout out to all the dads. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All the dads. Shout out to my dad, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Even ones that don't know their dads. <laughs> you know, it's funny because on Instagram, fact. I said that the other day, I was like, dog, I didn't know all these niggas was dads, yo. Like, Big facts. There's a lot of fathers out there, man. Kids popping up on yeah, IG. There's it 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 a lot of little ugly ass kids on the um, people's <laughs> The shade. The shade. So shade. No so, kids is ugly. No children are ugly. Okay. All right. The shade, bro. So now you in DC, so you you working and mm-hmm. you DJ as well. I DJ as well, yes. So let's talk about that. Um, so my DJing began like right at the end of me leaving Alabama and transitioning to DC. Oh, okay. Like I used to work in a couple of clubs in Alabama. <laughs> what did you do in a club? I was like a bartender. Oh, okay. I thought you was the bottle joint. The, oh, the, 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 the <laughs> There's nothing wrong with bottle joints, people. <laughs> bottle, bottle, bottle joints. <laughs> like, like, nigga. Nothing Boy, wrong with bottle joints. I, I thought she was the bottle joint. <laughs> nothing wrong with bottle joints. I'm not throwing shade at the bottle joint. I'm just saying, I didn't know what you did. I just thought you was a bottle yes. joint. Yes. So, and I, like, progressively, I started working with a couple of the DJs. I was like, my nigga, I can control the crowd. I can control the crowd. Like that. He'd be like, yo, you not nice. That's what you was telling him. No, I was like, you nice, but <laughs> the beginning DJs, like, I can do better. Okay. And yeah. then, so that was like, Damn. prove it. Damn. And so. Hold on. Let's, let's put a pause right there. What made you think that you could, were you like the Oxcore DJ or like the house parties and all that? No, I just like, I always had a love for music. Gotcha. So I'm classically trained in piano. So like I can play the. So you the can't piano. just slide that in there. Yeah, like that's, yeah. What you <laughs> that, mean? That's, yeah. What you mean? You classically trained the piano? Yeah. So I've been playing the piano since uh, I was six years old. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Damn. Oh. Okay. Which, who's your favorite classical artist? Probably haven't had that question in a long no, time. No, I haven't had that question in a long time. This goes back to subject area. I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like the common response is like Beethoven, blah blah blah. But yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like let you rock with that you, answer. Why yeah. not? Nah, it, that's that's too. It's like, yo, who's your favorite basketball player? You say LeBron, LeBron James. Um, to be honest, my piano teacher, she wasn't like the classical type of teacher. Okay. So, side note, she was put in jail for like a couple of years. <laughs> so. Damn. Um, the way that yeah. she taught it was like it was like what's your favorite songs like who's your genre and we're gonna rock out to this and you're gonna mm-hmm. figure it out that's so dope. it was like one of those hood experiences at the community college I bet but I bet that's that, a that really dope love. way to learn yeah, it was it was yeah. it really was it taught me like you, how mean, to have an ear for all types of music I'm gonna move my kids to Alabama cause she got all the dope teachers bro. I really do bro, nah, and it's so crazy I don't even know how, and they're all black women. Like it blows my mind that's, every day. That's crazy. That, that's that's a good point though, because I 
I didn't have any black male teachers growing up. It was all black women. Like, I had I had one black male teacher. Shout out to Mr. Johnson when I was in fourth grade. I had him at, uh, right in Alexandria at at um, Jefferson Houston Elementary School, and I he that nigga used to put hands on his dog. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga definitely used to put hands on his dog. And you know I was a bad kid. So that nigga yeah. used to grab me, snatch me up, like yo. That's what like, you need. Yeah, I, I needed it. Yes. I needed it. But I remember he was. He always used to say he was in the Air Force and like fought in Vietnam or something like that. Yeah. So when we just have our little assemblies. This is a hella tangent. We used to have our little assemblies <laughs> and like the uh, the national anthem and stuff would play. And yeah. you know we used to talk and wild out, dog. That nigga used to snatch us up, put our hands on our heart, force and just hold it there, like all kind of wild shit. Looking back, I'm like, dog, there's no way that would be allowed in 2018, man. No. Like, fuck yeah, it. They, they allowing guns in the school, so shit. So, oh my god. Yeah, that nigga used to put his hands on us, bro. You know what I'm saying? Not in like a weird way, but like also, you my grandkids, I'm going to snatch you up if I exactly. see you fucking up. You know, but we needed it. It was bad. Exactly. Yeah, no. mm-hmm. All right, so you classically trained the piano. Mm-hmm. So now you in the, you in the clubs like, look, man, DJ, you all right, but I'm nicer. Yes. So I like connected with DJ Dirty Vegas um, from Alabama. He's so popping. Like he's versatile. He used to DJ like the white party at PCB. Panama oh, City, Panama Beach. City Beach. Beach. Oh, that's the yeah. Spring Break joint. Yeah, yeah. Okay. back in like that, 2008 that and stuff like that. That's so, before the that's before the Me Too era. So I know yeah. it was wild back then. Oh God, I went to that joint for <laughs> no, one Spring not. Break. I definitely said that, son. I went to that joint one Spring Break. That shit is an experience. I bet. So yes, like, he he literally took me under his wing and he was like, "Okay, if you're serious, then you, you better see, be serious." Yeah, yeah. And so like he he taught me like the beginning stuff, and then I moved to DC. And it was like, I don't know anybody. So you had to make your grounds here. I had to make my grounds here. And I really had to. I had to be disciplined. I had to be disciplined. And I was like, this is something that I'm really passionate about. And I had to do it. So really really walk us through that process. Because I feel like <clears throat> it's really important to for people to hear it. Because I feel like just from me talking to a lot of people, they're stuck in this. Somebody's stuck in a situation where they want to do something and they're really passionate about it, but they don't have, or they think they don't have any connection to where they need to get to. So they they just stand there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like they just they, instead of making a step forward or continuing to work, they it's not necessarily procrastinating, but they just stand there and they don't take action. Oh so, my goodness! So how did you? Coming here, not knowing anybody, become DJ Sean Don performing at uh, the W. Um, it was really like my support system. It was like my best friends or the person I'm with literally pushing me and like giving me that extra mile. Um, when I moved here, I didn't have like any DJ equipment. And then for Christmas, my girl or whatever, she bought me my first DJ oh, equipment. Oh, that is so cute. That shit is lit. It's so cute. It but yes, lit. it was nah, like, that shit is lit. this is your dream. Like, this is what you want to do. She bought me like my first equipment, my first piece of equipment. And what'd you get? You get like a mixer in your two? I got, I got a controller. Oh, you got actually. a controller? Mm-hmm. Like Newmark? No. Okay. It's like a Pioneer DDJ. SR. Okay. Yeah. So she brought me like my first piece of equipment and she was like, 
do what you do. Boom. So I just go make this money. Yeah. Right. Go make this money. <laughs> but before that, I was literally after I got off work, almost every night I was playing crazy songs, mixing Gucci with the Dell or everything like that. Like you have to be persistent. You have to really devote time to it. And you have to really just like set time aside for your passion. That's a fact. What was your uh, what was your first gig? My first gig was in New York. In New York. Yes. <laughs> My first gig was in New York at what was that lounge? I can't remember the what was it? Sure, you went from Alabama straight to New York. Right. That's, that's, that's dope. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was expecting DC, PG, but I was like, house joint. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, my first joint at uh, uh, my Magic New York. What was it? It was fucking oh Starlets or some shit. Right? Like, 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 who, who, like who do you know? Oh <laughs> I know a lot of crazy people. <laughs> so They reached my, out to you or you found... You they found actually it? reached out to me Word. due to like a connection... That I have in New York. I got you. That's mm-hmm. dope. That's dope as fuck. It was definitely like a OGBT lounge. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't think of the name of it right now. Well, how long ago was that? Mm, that was in 2016. Wow. Yes. That's dope, man. And like all of my friends from Alabama went all the way to New York for it. So I had like a crazy support system. It's like a re- recurring theme throughout like everything, right? It's yeah. like your support system. My support yeah. system. I can't get niggas from DC to come to shit in DC. Yo, you talk about like, you let people from you Alabama. You gotta have people to... who arrive for you That's no matter dope. what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean I can't, but I'll just size it up a little bit. But yeah. I think I think one of the most important things about that is like she was able to offer that buy-in factor for them. Because like, yeah, they bought her the equipment and stuff, but I know a lot of people who they have the equipment and like they can talk this shit like, yo, I'm a, I'm a be a DJ or my passion is this. I want to be a rapper. And then when they get all the equipment and stuff yo. in front of them, they'll just let that shit rot in the corner. Like it's gr- have deaths on it. Right. Literally. So it's good for you to understand that in order for you to get that buy-in from your support system, yes, they're, they're supporting you, but they would not have supported her if she didn't put in the work. Absolutely. You know exactly. I mean? Just but, hearing you but even putting in the work, it took a lot. Like yeah. being creative is so stressful. Very, very stressful. That's literally why I created like my Savage Summer series. Mm-hmm. Which we're going to get to. Yes. Yeah. But the Savage Summer series is all about literally anything that I think about this summer, I'm doing. Yeah. No second guessing myself. I'm gonna shoot my shot. It's literally about taking control of what I want for and it, sure. And well, it's so I, easy, I, man. I gotta second guess a little bit. Some things I think about, I can't. Yeah. Why but, can't you? Man, I gotta clean. Sometimes I just be out there with my thoughts. So I be, I be off the the limb sometimes. You know, you gotta bring it in sometimes. I don't I be, think so. I be on some crazy shit. I don't think so. For real? All right. No. We got to hang out one day. And you, you got, you <laughs> gotta, we do because, you gotta, like. You got to make sure I do I all, got, my, all my first I've gotten some of the most craziest, like, DJ gig offers. You can imagine. Damn. Like a whole, what is it? Swingers party. Mm-hmm. Somebody was like, That's you want to do a sing? 
That's lit. A swing is That's lit like, as fuck. Uh, That's probably popping. I'm in that joint. No. When the next one? Oh, oh, oh God. Hold on. What would you play at a... Like, you would be setting them... Like, hold on. What would you play at a swingers party? I don't know. Clap is to the front. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. But it's, I mean, it's just... Boyfriend dope. number two. Well, it's just dope that people like recognizing... Like your skill set, you know what I mean? And they're yes. reaching out to you. And going back to what you were saying, you know, people believing in you is very, very important. Like, I feel like sometimes it's so easy for anybody that creates anything to just, like, fall back. It's like, especially if you, like, hit that that wall. Mm-hmm. It's like, like us coming up with topics. Like, man, I don't know yeah. what we're going to talk about this week. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's always there to, like, dog, come up with somewhere. I'm like, yo, son, what's up? We yeah. got 24 hours before, you know, Donnie shows up to record. Like, nah. where the topics at? You know what I mean? Like, right. It always feels good. It always when somebody has your back and somebody believes in you and somebody sees your vision. You know. But even in those moments where you think no one has your back, like you, you have to remind yourself, like this is something that you love. This is something that you're passionate about. So you need to dig deep, or you know, ride it out. Mental health awareness, like, just need to know how to. How to want to create, how to be passionate about what you want to do. So even if I have a lot of moments where I'm like, fuck this DJ and shit. Like, this shit is crazy competitive. Mm -hmm. Like, it's oversaturated. But even in an oversaturated market, the cream of the crop always rises. Always rises, yeah. No matter what. That's always. But that's with anything, though. For real, for anything. Because you think about it like, Everybody goes to school, man. And yes. I, I had this conversation with my t- uh, mentor. I was like, how am I going to be an accountant? I don't like this shit. It's boring. Everybody is going mm-hmm. to school for accounting. And then you want me to go out here. Not only do I got to get a degree, I got to get my CPA. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, a million people, not only in this country, but in other countries, competing for one fucking position. How am I supposed to be an accountant? You know, how am I supposed to get the big job? Because you got to think about it. Like, even at places like Deloitte and Ernst & Young, oh where, yes. you know, you're you're trying to be a partner. It's only a certain number of motherfuckers being a partner. Exactly. Yeah. Right? And you got to wait for people to die, quit, <laughs> retire. Like, they force That's retirement true. at a certain they age. True. And you're just like, damn, when you really think about it, why, who, like... Where are they really pushing you towards? And, and it's funny you said that because, you know, me and we both work for the same firm. Like, yeah. we're one of the biggest firms in the world. And I just got my MBA. And people are like, oh, you got your MBA. Blah, blah, blah. You're going to get a raise? I'm like, yo, it's no. a thousand. Yeah. Yes. It's a million people. MBA my, is equivalent to undergrad yeah, degree. Yeah, like, it's a million like, people no. in my own like in my own firm that has MBAs. Like, you know, you email somebody and they respond back. You've seen their signature. And there's like a thousand certificates. Facts. It's like, exactly. how the fuck do I compete The University of Alabama Average ACT rate is thirty. That's mm-hmm. crazy, and it's like Max is like what, like thirty six or thirty two or something like that. I think it's like thirty two. Yeah. I think it's thirty two. That's wild. Yeah, the average. Yeah. That that's crazy. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah. Nah, that yes. that that shit is real. I always say, I guess to piggyback on your point, I always say it's important because not every, no one is going to support you one hundred percent of the mm-hmm. time. That's a fact. Like even your parents, like they just can't do it, but. It's always important to be your own number one fan. Yes. Like I, I get it from Cat Williams. He, he always used to say it in his stand-ups, but like truly believe in that. Like in your darkest, you know, like craziest moments, you gotta understand that you'll make it through. You, you know, yes. your the the stress that you feel is gonna be that much more rewarding because there's gonna be with every action, there's a reaction. 
So no matter how far you're down, you're going to come back up just as high. You know what I mean? So like that just that always works for me. And it's not mm-hmm. cocky. You know, you just believe in yourself. You got to be your biggest promoter. Yeah. And I was actually on your Instagram the other day. I was like, man, all your pictures are dope. Like the way that you set your whole page up, the way you promote yourself. Like when did that start coming around? Like when did you really start using social media to your benefit? Mm, so I went to like this, this seminar that happened in D.C. And it really switched from just being like a Donnie page to a DJ Sean Don page because Someone was saying, um, well, Ashley Kershaw, she's like a brand manager. And she was saying, if I go on your page, I should see what you do for a living. I should see your passions. So it literally turned from me because I love me and I love supporting all my friends to actually showing that I do DJ, that I'm very versatile. I can go in any environment. I have a million in 10 looks. So that was like the 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 transition, knowing the market research, pretty much. That's love. There's a lot of um, actually like startups and stuff in D.C. like that. I actually went to a couple of seminars. Just you wouldn't even like suspect the, the people who mm-hmm. actually run these seminars, but just normal people straight out the street. And they rent out a little right. a little spot, you right. know, and they have their little seminar PowerPoint presentation. But it's dope. Like I, I actually went to this one and the lady, she really talked about the importance of like a color theme mm. and how like certain colors attract certain individuals. You know, it, they uh, the colors like evoke a certain emotion, uh, emotion out of people and different things like that. So I, I just find it really cool that like people actually think so deeply about social media like this. That's very deep. Yeah. That's very deep. It's real deep. Like, <laughs> hey. And it's all subconscious. Like, you never would. Right. But it's how you recognize them, right? Yeah. Because then when they switch it up, you're like, then well, they used to wear it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you notice it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like your page is like that. I feel like there's like, you got like a certain tint or a certain hue that you put on like most of your pictures. I do. Yeah. It's kind of like do. a reddish mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. that earlier. Yeah. Like, I try to like, I want my melanin to pop. The lack <laughs> I was about to ask you, is it the uh, University of Alabama? Uh, no. No. Fuck no. Oh, no. Shit. It's just like I want to be tan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you my melanin. Yes. 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 I'm a light bright. So my melanin comes through. That's funny. That's funny. Hell no. Nothing to do with you. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk. Uh, I guess now we can talk. Kind of talk about some like influence. Like who are some DJs that you look up to? As any like anybody that you like? Oh man, I can't wait to hit that 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 platform. Um, DJ, well, Kitty Cash, she's, she's a big one. Sean Bell, DJ Miss Milan, I love her to death. Um, she, is she from DC, right? Is Milan from DC or am I Ms. thinking about Milan a different is, Milan? She's from New York. Okay. Yeah. Miss Milan is from New York. I love Little Bacon Bear. Off, off your oh, radio. Uh, yes. Yeah, 93.9. Yes. Um, DJ Bassett, he's like a scratch DJ. I'm getting into like scratching. In performing in DJ battles or battling and scratching. Oh, so that means you got mm-hmm. you got you must got your eye on the competition. I do, I do, I definitely do. Um, I'm definitely about to dive into this EDM world. That's where the money's at, man. It's not Shit, even about what, that's the money. That's where the fun is, bro. I'm trying to tell it's, you. That's where the fun is, but also black people started EDM. Yeah, you know, I saw an Instagram post literally it's, talking mm-hmm. about this. Like, like two days ago, they were saying how like black people had started EDM. Like yes. they're starting like kind of like the 
that's what like the gay clubs. Yes, gay yeah. black men, yeah. but it started out as house music back then. Mm-hmm. And then what y'all of got course, is that but that Baltimore shit. Yes. Yeah, don't come for Baltimore and Jersey. I love house that shit music. Class, classic Baltimore shit. Ba- Baltimore, Jersey, and Philly. Y'all y'all be listening mm-hmm. to that. that uh, I don't that, know where that Philly and Jersey shit comes from. They 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 that's a derivative of Baltimore shit, man. Oh, okay. Jersey mix was different from from house though, for sure. Yeah. But Baltimore yes, Rings Supreme. Definitely. Like so I feel I feel like black women should penetrate this EDM world. We would kill it. Shit, no EDM parties, dog. Like it's crazy. Because it, you, you hear everything. You hear everything. Like you literally They even have like EDM gospel. Yeah. Like you What the hell? It's, it's all yes. types of music. Like like the the wave, I remember it back in the day, like when um it was like Rihanna, Chris Brown, and Usher mm-hmm. was on that that whole like EDM wave yeah. making like Usher came out with uh the song with Pitbull. And it was just And Rihanna had the We Found Love. That was yeah, like that. That, like, it's Calvin like the, Harris to me, it's just like international music. I feel like that's where music is going now anyway. Yeah. It's just international. And you can connect quotes, you, you can connect I, with more of an audience. I literally call it like the cruise ship music. If you everybody. make it onto a cruise ship, mm-hmm. you're you're paid. That's a bet. Yeah, that's, nah, that's true. I'm out of good. I'm going to Greece in a couple months. I feel like that's <laughs> all I want to hear. Like, yeah. or I'm, all I'm going to hear. <laughs> Man, you going to shit. You gonna be drunk as hell. Nah, I'm be lit, <laughs> fist, fist bumping and. <laughs> Standing on top of shit doing flips, all kind of whatever, man. You know exactly. what I mean? But it's like that international music. You know what I mean? I think I think that's dope. That's dope though. Yeah. I, think I really want to make boozy boozy into an EDM song. Hey yo, if you do yeah. that, I'm in that joint. You yeah. that loose as a goose. Uchi Wally Wally, like EDM. Everybody's oh, yeah, already kind of got that fast tempo yes. to it anyway. Yeah, yes. that's it. That's easy with wipe me down. You can do that shit. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, throw some Webby in that joint. And then, Absolutely. And then you hear like some of like our favorite producers have gone on like EDM tours, mm-hmm. like Lil John, like Just Blaze. Yeah, Lil even, John, he's, he's a resident DJ yeah. in Vegas, or right? even like Walker. Oh, like Walker was Walker, doing like EDM. He switched it up. Yeah, that's, yeah, you know it's crazy that For you sure. can find ways to like yeah. still get your voice out and like still people still have people feel you even though you're not necessarily on the mic rapping anymore. Mm-hmm. So, That's true. I think I'm the only nigga that still bump walk a flock of uh, Valley dog. Nah, yeah. I, love, I love it. That yeah. shit is classic, I bro. It. I be in my car like <laughs> bang, bang, bang. <laughs> that shit is like That's funny. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Word. So like, all right. So what is like? What are your favorite genres of Spain? I know you're talking about you want to get into EDM, but currently, like, what do you um, like? From the south, you so automatically, mm, I'm a trap baby. Try baby yep. Automatically. Um, you mentioned Gucci earlier. That was yes. that was straight all the time. Yes, yes. Gucci, Gucci honorary Baltimore nigga. By the way, no. every time that every time that nigga come to the city, he bring everybody out, and it's at least three shootings. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like he bring everybody out. Not three shootings. Hey, yo, it's, it's it's real nigga shit. Like he bring everybody out. For Lord, real. Gucci's really from Alabama. Sorry to burst your bubble. Hey, it, it in real life, in real life, he's oh, from uh, Besma, Besma. Alabama. It, it don't matter to me. That nigga be bumping, bro. I love, I love Gucci. So I'm like a Southern baby, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like I'm a refined ratchet. <laughs> okay, <Hey>, look, <laughs> we all re- refined ratchets. <laughs> exactly. Um, I also love new disco. Mm. I love new disco, and I love like '70s, '80s funk. Okay, give me an example. Like Earth, Wind, and Fire, okay. you know. Got banned. Yeah. So like, okay. okay. Yes. For some reason, I was taking you for like a '90s R&B. Like a, you, you spent like a mean SWV, Brandy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Monica. That's not that's not your lane. That's not your lane. I mean, I can do it, mm-hmm. but, but mm-hmm. ain't you? 
She up there banging that that Waka Flocka, bro. I'm trying to tell you, bro. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely love like '90s. The... '90s are like irreplaceable. '90s to 2000s are irreplaceable times. Yeah, absolutely. But those are just like those go-to right. music yeah. music areas. Who you saw? Uh, who's some of your favorite artists? I love Cardi B. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's that's like uh, hey yo who's your favorite basketball player LeBron, LeBron <laughs> <laughs> but I love Cardi B not I mean on a music level yes but I can relate not to the stripping or whatever but you be throwing hands no, no <laughs> I don't no I don't um, just like the the rise just like you grind. really putting yeah. in your work, work. Yeah. because she's she didn't just like pop out of nowhere. She's not like a, a industry plant. She really like put in the work. And she's one of the first per- people that you see, or one of the first people that you have seen that have like you've seen them on TV yes. before they become big. Like sure, you saw them on Instagram. You saw yeah, them on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So and, Cardi B. Amazing. And it's funny because like you always hear um, certain certain rappers talk, and you know they knew Cardi when she was just strictly just stripping, and she would come in with her music, and niggas would be like, "Yo, get that out of here! Nobody want to hear that right, shit." Right, right. And for you never to be discouraged, and never to stop doing what you really want to do. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think the story in itself is dope to me. I don't necessarily like her music like that, but I definitely respect the grind. I respect the hustle. I respect the the persistence. Mm-hmm. And that's something important that you said because um about. Like not being discouraged, because I feel like a lot of people in their current situation. I mean, you can relate to nine to five. You can relate it to, right. you know, just not, anything. Yeah, school or anything. But it's like what you're doing now doesn't. It's not a bad thing that you're not doing what you you really want to do. You just got to pay your dues. Like everybody has had to pay their dues. Yes. Cardi B ain't want to strip. You know, she wanted to be a rapper. She wanted to be an artist. She wanted to be famous and in another way. But she knew, hey, yo, she even said in her songs, I had to pay the bills. You know, I, there was certain I had to eat. You know, this, this Nigga, that, and the third. Life yeah. happens. You know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> yes. not, not to look down on what you're doing now, and that's like the major thing. Because so many people, they put unnecessary stress on themselves mm-hmm. in their current situation. I'm just like, dog, like shit. You still alive? Also, too, just being able to recognize like your greater purpose. Yeah. From early discernment. I mean? yeah. yeah. Discernment is a true thing. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't have the ability to discern. What they're called to do with what they're doing. Mm. Like a lot of people settle for just, damn. you know, surviving. I hate that word, bro. Settle. Settle. God damn. Like you you, you really have to discern what you're settling for and then what you're called to do. A lot of people settle. I even hate when. Um, because it's comfortable. Yo, a lot of people been getting married around me. You know, I'm, I'm at the age. And everybody always says, you know, my man's finally settled down. And I was just like, yo, he's he's not settling down. Like he's he you're getting better. You know, it's not like you're you're not settling for a wife. You made you know a choice. I mean? like, yeah, you, like yeah. this this is something that is gonna make you a better man. Yeah, this is strategic. Know, or a better person. Yeah. Settled, yeah. Like so whenever anybody says settle, I'm like, yo, get that shit away from me, bro. Cause <laughs> I can't settle. It's just not in my body, it's not my bones. So True. yeah, that's real. That's real. Sure. That's dope. That's dope as fuck. Cardi B. All right. So outside of Cardi B, let's <laughs> let's, oh, let's keep this list like going. Tupac. Okay. Like what, I will forever love Tupac. What's your favorite Tupac song? Oh, this is gonna be horrible. Ambitions of a rider. I wonder why they call you bitch. <laughs> that's that. Yo, that's real. It is. That's it's real like as shit. A, such. 
that's that's like one of my favorite songs in Dear Mama. Okay. Like my mama cries every time we play that song. <laughs> like every Mother's Day we play it and she cries. Same every way, yes. It's like such an empowering song. But Tupac was like way beyond his time. He just, like he he's just a classic. Shit, yeah. He was because the same shit that was happening then is happening now. Yeah. And people were He ready, was a prophet yeah. in yeah. a sense. Yeah. Well, I wasn't a Tupac nigga, man, but you was a biggie. I, I was, man. I ain't really mess with that West Coast shit. For, for I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I, I said this before, man. Tupac really ain't had bars. So, you know, I like some of the stories yeah. was cool, but yeah, he was I know y'all love him, but he he, 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 was, he wasn't like top lyrical, but like he's to me, he's like LeBron. Like he's not great at at, at one thing, but like his collective body of work, he can he can murder anybody. You know what I mean? Like that's just it. Yeah. Cause like LeBron is not he's not great at shooting, he's not great at dribbling. You know, the only thing he can do is finish. And Pop, his punchlines... He can finish. They, they fucking hit. Yes. They hit you. And you're like, damn, that nigga said that? I really feel like every Tupac song, everyone on every level can relate to. Yeah. That nigga, he would say some, like, you would think it's some wild shit, but then you think back at it. And it's kind of like what she was telling me. She was just like, when he thought about shit, he didn't think about it again. He just said it. And let the world deal with it. And then once it came back to him, he was just like, all right, well, fuck it. I said, but I'm not changing it up. So right. I, th- I think that's the the utility of it. Yeah. I love Tupac. Um, who else would be like my favorite artist, singers? Oh, I love Snow Allegra. Oh, you got to get me hip. Snow. She, I don't really know where she's from, but she's not from the U.S. Mm-hmm. But she's like an Amy Winehouse reinvented, but slightly better. She's from the U.K. maybe? No. Because UK been killing, it's the, like killing the scene. UK's always always killing. killing they have the bomb artists. They do. Yes, they got Little Sims. Mm-hmm. She's bomb as hell. Even y'all favorite, y'all favorite girl right now, Ella May. She's from Ella May, yeah. Skepta. I like, like Sinead, uh, Sinead Hornet. Yes. She's super, yes. super dope. UK's always been killing yeah. it. They're like the silent killers for mm-hmm. the US. Is it Snow and Allegra new? No, she's not new, but she's bomb as hell. S N O H. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I peeped in the title. Yeah, I got it. I got yeah. you. I gotta get, yeah, I gotta get on I that. I think she's yeah. like from Sweden or something like that. Okay, but she's really dope. Um, Queen Herbie, she's like a a white rapper. Mm-hmm. You could say she's pretty dope. I just like I have I have a lot of artists. Do you spend? Do you play them while you're out on your gigs? Do you try to sneak some of their songs in? Okay. I do. Oh my goodness, who do I sneak in now? Um. Malibu Mitch. I heard of Malibu Mitch. Yes. Right? I sneak her in a lot. I really do. Um, Crystal Canes. She's popping. Mm-hmm. She's like a producer and rapper. You know who I like uh, that really nobody really knows is a girl. She's from out the bay. Uh, Kamaya. Everybody knows Kamaya. Man, listen. I, know no? some people, I love Kamaya, man. She stay, she stay with like a little joint that goes. She man. has a vibe. She definitely she has a vibe. She is super dope to me. I yeah. love her. Yeah. She, I know she was on. She was on tour with YG. She was opening mm-hmm. for YG on his last tour. And I did not get to go. But I love anything she puts out. And I have her joints like on follow on Spotify. <laughs> so whenever she put out a new song, I'm on there. Yeah, like, I think she had she yes. had a new joint, I think, with... um, Is it 2 Chains or... It might be YG. No, it's actually with Schoolboy. She got a new job with Schoolboy. That that's out that I was listening to the other day. So yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So what's your um, what's your next gig? Mm, tomorrow night. Where you at? And mm. Thursday. Uh, tomorrow night I'm at 18th Street Lounge. Okay. 
Thursday. I didn't um, know that joint was still open. I didn't yeah. know it was still open. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. 18th Street Lounge on Tuesday, and then Thursday, Fig and Olive, and then Velvet Lounge. Where's Two. Velvet? Velvet? Yeah, where's that at? I That's think it's on 8th it? Street, right? Eight. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not from D.C., so I really don't know. <laughs> but Velvet <laughs> Lounge. Nah, I'm, I'm thinking of Secret Lounge. I was about to say you, but I'm thinking of Secret. Oh, oh the man. There's so many of these little joints that be popping it up, really changing is. names. and So you, you so your average week, you're you're busy like two, three nights a week? Mm, yes. Damn, so we could call two, it on three, a good night. Two, three, four right. nights a week. Yeah. And then, like on Fridays, it's the W. I mean, no, the Four Seasons in Baltimore. Hey, we yeah. live. Yeah, Baltimore in the building. <laughs> they be in there. They be in there cutting up. You gotta play all the Gucci. Yo, oh no, the Yo but Gotti. This is the Four Seasons. Hey, it don't matter. Okay, we, it's, it's in your blood. You you in Baltimore? Somebody gonna be in there. It is in my blood. You but... drop it. Somebody gonna be in there cutting up. <laughs> That's funny. That's all that matters. Man, I was um. On the way over here, my man texted me. This is about, I'm about to switch up the mood completely, but my man had texted me and told me that Triple X Tentacion got killed. That's yeah. crazy. That's so crazy. He yeah. wasn't like the most decent human being, but I never, I would never wish death. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I really yeah. hate seeing young people die. He really had like a big influence and he could have done a lot. That's so crazy. You know, I don't know any of his music. I just knew him for like the online stuff and like some right. of the stories that I heard. But, you know, when he dropped his album and then he moved so many units the first week, I'm like, okay, he's connecting with somebody. He's he is. somebody's listening to him. He definitely tapped into like those emo teens who who thought about suicide mm-hmm. or stuff like that. And I feel like he had a, a very impactful like trajectory. Right. But he also did not do some of the best things. Yeah, some of the, some of the stuff that these young kids are doing is just self destructive, man. It like, is. I, just some of the antics online, and I was. Um, you mentioned something earlier about industry plants, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring this full circle. But I saw somebody retweet something that uh, a tentacion said that it was a tweet, some shit like, um, "Next time y'all try to kill me, make sure you're successful, so I can't talk shit afterwards." or Something like that. Mm. And when you see stuff like that, it's like, God damn, that shit is eerie. You know what I mean? It's That's it's just crazy. really like, like the, the power ener- of influence, energy, yeah. energy, like, that energy. energy that you put out. You always get back in, man. And and just hearing about that on the way over is like, man, some of these young niggas, man, y'all just gotta start moving smarter. Like you hear about Takashi Six Nine and all the antics he's pulling, and can't nobody get to him, can't nobody touch him. So I I, I was talking to, to Truth about this earlier, man. I think he's I honestly think he's an industry plant. I think he's always with security. He's everything that he does, even though he pops mad shit, is very strategic. The videos that he puts out, he's never at the location. He goes early in the morning or late at night when nobody's there. Like I feel like right now, it seems like he's impossible to touch. But just like this this nigga right here, Triple X Tentacion, man, no it's hard. It's, you might not be untouchable the way that you think you are. Nobody's man. The nigga, untouchable. The nigga the nigga was just to me, it just looked like he would say he was motorcycle shopping. Or yeah, he was yeah. motorcycle shopping. Motorcycle shopping in his happened. own city. Yeah, city. that's like literally, literally, everyone has always died. And where are they from? Where they're from? Like I had a near death experience 
It wasn't pop. my death, but Doby. Have I ever heard of Derby? Doby? He was the one that signed the T.I.? Yes. Yeah. So the night that Doby was killed, I was like in the same venue. That was like my first time in that place, like around that whole setting. And it was crazy. Like it literally happened out of nowhere. Mm. Like you never know. I, I really, I don't know. Yeah. Energies is crazy. Energy is crazy, man. And you really got to watch what you put out there, man. You really like do. It, it, it's scary. It's scary. I never wanted to be like known for like my last tweet. Like the dude that got killed, he was like the YouTuber, um, Zach Zach TV. I think it was a guy from Chicago. Mm-hmm. His literally his last tweet was about somebody else getting shot, and like within like a twelve hour time frame, he got killed. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. the type of shit that you say and you put on the internet, man. It 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 just we just gotta be Son, careful of it, man. The um, yeah, I don't know if y'all know the nigga Lil Scooter, uh, from Baltimore, the nigga who made uh Bird Flu. Is that the he got shot like after a basketball game? Yeah, yeah. celebrity basketball joint. He got shot like they ran down in the two, street and got two, that nigga right two blocks from Morgan, like literally like two minutes from my house. Yeah. And the song, the song at the time that, that was jumping for him was his uh Panda Freestyle. And I always talk about my brother. The nigga in the song says, yo, if you don't like me, then spray me. Oh, my God. Like, That's so crazy. <laughs> yo, like, you can't invite that kind of stuff into your life, you, man. You it, just no. can't. But here, here's, here's the thing. I, I, I can't even say you can't. Because, like, at a certain point, like, I understand where niggas is coming from. Because you, you go through things. You know, you, you just, sometimes you got to wild out. But No, the, it's never, like, you can wild out. But at the same time, you have to... You have to be mindful of exactly. where someone else is. Like, you never know where a person is in their life. You can never um, underestimate people. You can people. never underestimate yeah. people. Like, yes, it's some. there are certain people who I may not mess with, but trust me, no ill will. Yeah. Like, you know where I am with you. I know where you are with me. Just keep it as that. But some people you never underestimate. And, and that's what we was talking about earlier because we were like, you know, no matter what you do, you you. Can never, you should never underestimate a person. You never, because if, if you look like food, somebody gonna eat you. Yeah, there's always a nigga that's hungry, no if, matter if, what. If you're not ready, like you, you always, especially as you get older, because as you people always say, as you get older, you get mature. I don't. That's not true. But as you get older, you're just around more. You're gonna interact with more people. More people are gonna know you. If you're being, if you're successful for, or if you're famous or notorious for anything, the more people you know, the the more eyes are gonna be watching you. You know, the the less you can hide. You know what I mean? So you always, my dad always taught me, he was like, yo, like when I used to play basketball, he was like, yo, don't play down to the competition's level. Like, don't underestimate anybody. If they're out there, they're out there to like beat you. So he's like, dead that nigga. Like, for no, real. I don't believe in that. I really believe in being, I, I wholeheartedly believe in being nice to a lot of, just everyone. Why, like, why even bring animosity or why even stoop down to, like, competition? Like, if you're if you're doing basketball, just do mm-hmm. your best. Like, if it's another female DJ for me who's catty, okay. Well, you know, I really don't care. Like, I'm going to still be genuinely nice to you. I really do not believe. Hey, I, mean, I, feel, I feel like rap is just built off competition too, right? So, yeah. like, that, that plays into it. But I also think that, like, niggas... When so, they, how do y'all feel about... Drake and and Pusher. I'm, you want to go with me first? I'll go first. Go ahead. I mean, for w- when it comes to competition, it's a little bit different. For mm-hmm. I, I just speaking from a personal standpoint, there's a, a level of healthy competition. Right, right. So it's like I don't. It, I I mean, I even do it with my friends. Like 
you're you're out there. You you understand like you're an opponent. It's not like I'm I'm being vicious to you or whatever, but I'm gonna beat you. It's it's in this moment, like yo, if we're hooping or if we're battle rapping or whatever, like yo, this is this is just a game. Like we're we're I'm going to give you everything I got, and it's not meant to be negative or whatever. But I'm gonna beat you. You mm-hmm. know that doesn't mean I'm gonna cheat or I'm gonna elbow you or anything. It's just I'm gonna give you everything I got mm-hmm. type shit. And when it comes to rap, it's a going back to the Pusha T and Drake. Rap is all about words and and basically who's better with the flow, who's better with the bars, mm-hmm. and then ultimately who has the best punchlines, you know? And when it comes down to things, you know about like the joke battles back in the day. I hey, mean, your mama this, your mama that. Yeah, but I've also like, I've literally experienced two best friends for 15 years sitting at a card table. One guy, John and the other, literally at the end of the night, Pulling the trigger on his own best friend and killing him. That's wild. Execution style. That's Like wild. his best friend for 15 years. That, so I really believe like it doesn't matter. Like, that's wild. You should know your limits with everybody. You should really be nice. But then my, I'll, I'll ask you this question. And it might be a tough question, but can that person really call that person their best friend then? Because I, I truly don't believe being around somebody with like that much like for you to do that to your best friend, there there has to be signs that you just ignore, mm-hmm. or like you know, it's it's like being in a bad relationship. Me, you know, I always talk about my relationship. There were hella signs at the beginning yeah, that I was sure. just like, all right, I was just let it rock. I yes, just let it yes. rock. You saying like this thing ain't he ain't stable? There's some yeah, yeah. So it's like you you see it, but because of your likeness for the person, and and because of like how attractive the person is to you. Whether it be a guy or girl, you know, plutonic relationship, whatever, you're just like, all right, like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. it's fine. Like, Mm -hmm. they'll get away with it or whatever. But then over time, and it's not, I'm not trying to make that person a victim, but over time, it's like, it's like that, those same things are still there. Mm -hmm. And then it gets to a certain point where you're just like, man, fuck this. I don't want to deal with it anymore. And then that causes like the big rift, you know, whatever. So, I mean, I've had that happen to me a lot where it's like, man, I knew you were like this in the first place. Why didn't I just ignore it? Like, what kept me around you? You know? But you, at the same time, you never know somebody else's mental state. Yeah. You don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that might have been a Jonah session, but we don't know what he went through like earlier that day mm-hmm. or yeah. so there's certain triggers with everybody. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, so I guess you're, I, my guess is that you're saying Pusher might have went too far. Is yes. that where you're at with it? I, okay. I feel like. With each relationship that you have with the person, whether it's a stranger or not, you should really, you should really be mindful of your words and like mindful of your boundaries with that person. Mm. I really feel like people don't understand boundaries and emotional intelligence. Not everyone has the same emotional intelligence that another person has. I mean, that's true. So where do you think he went too far at? Which, who? Oh, uh, Pusha. Pusher? Yeah. Mm. I really feel like the baby part was like... The baby part was I too I really fun? feel like the baby part because Drake, from my perspective, Drake is such a lover, such a f- family person. Mm-hmm. And so I really feel like the baby part was a little so, much. So not Drake bringing up Virginia Williams. Okay. But he really didn't... Like he brought up, he mentioned it in the lyric, but he didn't like call any 
ill to her. But what, what was the lyrics? My, it was he said, "I'm gonna let a ring on you, like Virginia." Like the way he said her name to me was to kind of leave it open ended for niggas to imply something. Like he was so comfortable saying her name and the way he said it to me. I the first thing I thought was, "Oh, he." I must mean, have but that's his wife. No, no, no. But I'm saying the way that Drake said it. When I first heard it, when he was like, let it ring like Virginia Williams, he said it like in a witty way. The first thing I thought was like, oh, he must have fucked Virginia Williams. He must have, he he must know something about her the way he said it. And I remember I was listening to Pusha interview and he, he had mentioned it and he was like, well, they ain't got no backstory. So there's no reason for him to say that. So he was like, fuck it. Since you're going to mention my fiance. I'm gonna go ahead and you know hey, go all in. I feel like everybody is real particular about their significant other. You have to be, man. You gotta protect. You gotta protect yours. It's wifey. If somebody mentioned, you know, your, your people name, hey, listen, man, gloves kind of gloves might come off. I keep it one hundred. He, I, I'm, you know, I'm a lover, not a fighter. But in this day and age, especially me right now and where I am in terms of my like, you know, different levels of intelligence, I'm all for. Like their in the energy output input theory. Like you give the same energy, you're gonna get the same energy that you give off. Mm-hmm. So with Drake, when he mentioned not only did he mention like his fiance, but then talking about his brother and and then like the the other parts of his family. I know for me, if somebody meant I always tell people, like, I'm cool, even kill. Like if you try to fight me, whatever, I'll just be like, whatever, you're not worth it. I'm not I'm not gonna yeah. go to jail for you. But let somebody Walk up on my brother, breathe on him wrong. I'm going to jail. A different story. I'm going to jail. It's for sure. my little sisters. It's like it's it's a difference. So I, I I'm not going to give him the pass on it. But I didn't have an issue as soon as Drake came out with the Virginia Williams joint. I'm like, hold on, you don't talking about another man's woman or another man's mm-hmm. partner is just something you don't, don't do. It's, especially when it's so private. Like, as a rapper, your life is yeah. already on front street. So, you know what I mean? I knew who Virginia was just because, like, pushing one of my favorite rappers. And yeah. she's, mm-hmm. the girl's actually from Virginia. From you know Virginia. what I'm saying? So, yeah. we kind of knew who she is a little bit already. So, yeah. I figured that that's not something he even really wanted all the way out there. You know what I mean? You kind of want to protect certain pieces of your, your life. Why be, wouldn't he want it out there, nah, though? But, but maybe not necessarily like her name. You know what I mean? Like, you're still a rapper. You're still susceptible to all kind of heat and backlash. Like, maybe I don't want everybody flooding my girl Instagram. That's, and what, that's what I'm pictures. saying. Because, yeah. like, now, like, some people just don't want to be in the limelight. Like, I know if, if you know, if I blow up, if I, mm-hmm. you know, get a huge following, my parents are not going to be in the limelight. They, right. They're just not those types of people. It's like Charlamagne. You don't know Charlamagne's wife's name? Right. You never seen the, you never and, seen his and wife now, being like, married with kids. Like yeah. Drake potentially opened her up to the floodgates. Like now people are Googling Virginia Williams. Now mm-hmm. they're they're looking into her personal life. Now okay. she's mainstream. Who is this? And it really changed, like it could change her lifestyle. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not being able to go certain places. And then now whoever Pusha got beef with. You know, yeah, one, one of these little lame ass niggas, yeah. they could run up on yeah, her. Yeah. Exactly. And now, you know, and you know the uh the the Drake hive is crazy. So you know, imagine like son. they probably went to her page and like right. flooded her comments with little owls and little yeah. you know, little dumb shit. Like right. that's kinda like yes. I, I, didn't, put, I don't know if I push his part. He didn't come for the kid, but bringing <laughs> No, he didn't come for the kid, but like he he, he did the same thing with the kid that Drake did with Virginia Williams. I can he say the, put, on, put on Front Street. He, put, right. he brought the kid to Front Street. Right. I ain't think I, I was like adding on or whatever the fuck the name the kid uh, the Adidas About line his- was. I was like what the hell is this? And, and you know what's crazy? I don't know if y'all listen to any recent Pusha T interviews, but he said he got some of his information from Drake's actual camp. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. It be your own niggas. It be your own people. But, but be them your own niggas people. ain't shit niggas, young. Like that, Yo. that's the thing. Like 
it was uh I mean Jay Z just said it in the, the Everything Is Love album. Shout out to Beyonce and oh Jay Z. Plug this it. album. Plug it. We you know, yes. we can talk about that next. I ain't listened to it, but y'all can talk about nah, it. Nah, they they kept it like Jay Z was keeping it real. He was like, "Yo, look at your friend circle. If that shit is, is constantly changing, if you don't know the mm-hmm. niggas, mm-hmm. then like, are they really your niggas?" Well, also too, I'm just thinking back back at the Safari Safari situation where his own man was the one that set up the robbery. It's kind of like. What? You yeah. remember when Safari got robbed? Ooh. Oh, you guys, I'm not that savvy. So, so Safari, Nicki Minaj's ex, yeah. he got robbed and he went on like Angie Martinez's show and was like crying about it like immediately afterwards. Mm-hmm. Story he still co- went on the show? Still wanted, he still went on After getting robbed. Literally right after getting robbed. Come to find out, the dude got arrested. It was like one of his like best friends growing up that yeah. set him up. It was like three niggas set him up or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. I think also too is like yeah we see some of these people with with their friends around them but them, like, them it, niggas aren't your friends niggas be hungry if, you know what I mean unfortunately it's like yo you got me around you you not throwing me no bones you the you the next hot nigga you, so pe- young <laughs> fuck this perfect story the Joe Budden podcast Howard Theater the okay. fucking security guard oh what? that nigga was yo there was this one security guard loud <laughs> as fuck like you know how people get when they're around. The, the main attraction mm-hmm. they're around people of power and they're in that clique so they're like yo I'm big too like I'm I'm important that security guard was loud as fuck talking all this shit just being obnoxious and yeah. I'm like dude calm down like we all here trying to have fun you like killing the vibe just being extra yeah dude's like yo I'm 20 years in the game as a security guard I'm okay. like you t- <laughs> right you, yeah that's, I'm like that's a choice yeah, yeah. I'm like you, you're 20 years in the game you still you know, what your business at? I really where? love Joe Budden as like a mentor more so than a rapper. Mm. Like, I feel like he's extreme in his delivery. Yeah. But he's really good as like a podcast person slash mentor. I, I prefer him as a podcast person. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Because I, mean, I, I can understand his thoughts are slower through now. a podcast. You know what I mean? Like, you can, you have that time to like process. Well, the thing is, like, once again, he's my favorite rapper, so I can talk about this thing forever. But now is is a lot of things that like Joe did early that niggas don't give him credit for. Like not everybody, all the rappers in relationships. Like it's cool to have to go with Cardi. It's cool to go with Amber. It's cool. Like it's cool to have your your relationship on Front Street. He did that shit early. He it's did. cool to like use your social media as a like a way to message your fans and talk to the people. He did that shit early. Mental health. That's one thing. Yes, like, I'm talk so about, proud of him. And I like, know people always talk about like Triple mm-hmm. X, Tentage, you know, like he was heavy on like the mental health thing. And even people talk about like Logic. There's a few other rappers. Like, I don't know if there's it's like a, the, There's a lot of it's rappers. It's a mental that's, health that's wave. I, it's like the right wave now. now it's but, like, very much the wave. But he was talking about this shit in like, oh, too. Like he's an addict. So right. he's been talking about addiction. He's been talking like his family history. He's been mm-hmm. talking about all the shit he's been through in his music and his relationship with his sons. Like he did that shit early. And yeah. You know, I would say listening to his music definitely got me and navigated me through different situations and different spaces that I've been in my life. And I think it's cool now that there's like a lot of rappers and people openly talking about like the challenges that we all face. I really love it. And let's talk about, so we went, how we met you, we went to your Savage your Savage, Savage Summer, Summer series. series, which yes. was the, on the mental health awareness and, and being a creator. So let's just talk about how you kind of like brought that together and where you wanted to go with that so i literally created that whole panel in about a week i was on my way to north carolina for a set for um like someone from my hometown he's like he has this gym it's like a fitness gym but he hosts djs and they do fitness thing 
and I was with my good friend Othello. And at that time, a lot of my friends are creatives, like in different sectors. So everyone who you saw on a panel, I knew on a personal level. And one of one of the panelists, like one of my good friends, Skyler. That's right. Yes, yeah. my babe. Mm-hmm. Um. So yes. So it was a time where everyone. Like Mercury retrograde was just hitting everyone at the same time. And everyone was just like, what the hell? And I'm typically that strong friend and I couldn't take it. Mm-hmm. It was like something I didn't know how to deal with. I was also going through my own creative process, stress, whatever. And I was just talking to everyone. I was like, I'm going to do this mental health panel. Like I'm a strong advocate of it. I really feel like everyone needs therapy. In some form or fashion, like everyone needs an outlet to talk to someone else. And that was just one of those things. I was like, hey, I'm going to do it. And Othello held me accountable. He was like, okay, you said you're going to do it. So what is it? When is it? All this other stuff. And it really formed into something I, I didn't even imagine. And I'm really building upon it on different sectors. So first it was just like a general overpass and then it's going to get more concentrated onto black women because I feel like black women are like the backbone of everything. everything. Yeah. Like even in Alabama, yeah. we saved the whole democratic race <laughs> right, pretty right. much. Yeah. So yes, um, mental health is something that uh, as a culture, black people shy away from as it being submissive or bad or something you shouldn't you shouldn't talk about and everybody has that uncle <laughs> absolutely the, the absolutely cra- quote-unquote the crazy uncle that we the just crazy uncle yeah. everybody has a crazy uncle but it was a process to why he became crazy like it was something that happened and it's something that trickles in every black family that everyone shies away from yeah. and i think it's it's like a generational difference to where we're more acceptable of it. And I think everyone should focus on it and break down that barrier for I sure. S- I saw a Twitter meme uh, actually on my way over here today. And it was said that uh, it was it was on front of a church, you know, like the little church signs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it says something like, it's okay to have Jesus in your life and a therapist. Yes. You know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of a lot of black folks in particular, like, go just like, go pray, mm-hmm. take it to church, take it to the altar, exactly. put, it, put it on God's lap. It's like, well, yes. cool. That's fine. Yo, but he also this- put like people yes. on this earth that specialize in this particular thing that I need right. that might help me get to where I want to be. So, yeah. That's very true. I have like this super genius creative friend. Um, she's diagnosed bipolar. And so she went through this church program. And while she was in that church program, they was like, you can't be on on your medicines. I was like, what? That don't even sound like advice that. Yes. That was like the Lord will handle it. I'm like, what? No. It's crazy. It's a common misconception. Yes. It's it's a very common misconception. I mean, I, I always say it all the time. Mental health to me is like physical health going to the gym you know you got a lot of people everybody now they on ig snapchat whatever checking in with their friends when they at the gym yo check check in check check in in at the the therapist you know what i mean like ask your friends what's up you know i i had a my man's turns you know he he sent a random message to the group me the other day like yo if you ever need somebody to talk to you know just let me know you know i'm I'm here to just listen to whatever It's, it's good to have those outlets because 
like you said, we have so many things that are happening around us, so many stimuli consistently, constantly. So and many you're pressures. always responding. Yes. Even when you sleep sometimes, Yo. you don't get the good sleep <laughs> you because don't. you're not, you know what I mean? You're supposed to hit you rim. Don't. Like, yes. You know what I mean? So you you're still you're still responding to things even though your your eyes are closed and different things like that. So you know, uh, my 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 therapist always tells me, find that space. Mm-hmm. Just find a space where you can just like be. Be. It, yes. it has to be still. Has yes. to be quiet. Just find a space. There were a couple of takeaways from the the Savage series, a panel that we went to, and one of the biggest ones to me was um, recognizing like your small achievements. Yes. I mean, just taking people a t- don't recognize like the small wins, like. Oh, my God. Like, you accomplished a deadline before the deadline happened or even, like, at the deadline. You've done it. I feel like people are always focused on the next move. What happens? (laughs) What needs to happen next? Like, you should really take time and appreciate your small wins and and be thankful. Like, you you did it. Even if it's, like, the smallest thing. I'm going to wake up before 8 a.m. I'm going to get up. Shit. Like, that's a small win that most people can't do. A lot of people don't even wake up. That's a, yeah, Exactly. A lot of people don't even wake up. Yeah. So for you to be up and, and have that mindset and have that discipline, that's a really good win. Yeah, no, I definitely heard that just echo throughout. And like you said, it's just so easy to, to, to miss those those small <laughs> those accomplishments we always think like big pictures like well we got to like hit a couple things before we get Shit. to like the the big goal you know what i mean mm-hmm. sometimes we just got to take a step back and say damn i did that <laughs> you know what i mean like yo we did that or, you know, yeah. or whatever the case may be my man snoop dogg on uh the rat radar was like i don't have to worry about my my uh my past highlights y'all talking about my highlights or whatever but he's like i'm not worried about that because i'm already creating another one and 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 that falls into what we're talking about like damn like you really got to sit here and, and pull back and focus on, all right, when I make a highlight, enjoy it, celebrate it a little bit, yes. and then go on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another thing that um, I, was, I heard a couple of people mention was how it feels when people just reach out to them and just like kind of like recognize their work, or just kind of giving them that pat on the back, like, oh, I see what you're doing. Like, I see the dopeness that you're putting out. Like, keep going. Don't stop. You know what I mean? Like, having other people reach out to you and kind of like, that that shit brings you to tears. It, it really does. Like after the panel, I was I was literally overwhelmed because the panel itself was for me. Absolutely. All the questions that I asked were definitely things that I had in mind, things that I wanted clarification on and to get input. So to see a lot of the people who actually showed up, like it was literally one side of the table were all my friends, or one side of the area was all my friends, and like the other side. I knew no one. And so to get everyone's, everyone else's input and feedback, it was overwhelming. It was like, a, it was definitely a high. It's a fact. It was really cool. I, we had a similar situation with, you know, our, our first joint and do say for days in December. For me, like I was, you know, I told my friends, I was like, look, I'm, I'm playing a party. Look, I don't, I don't expect y'all to come. If y'all want to come, come. I'm not going to force you. But like, don't just do it because of me. I want you to do it because, like, you really want to come. You really want to have fun. And we had, like, 70 people show up. I know. We had, like, 80 people show up. And it was snowing in December. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, like, I went home and I just had a conversation with my brother. That was my, my brother's, I think, first time um, shooting a party. 
and he was all excited and shit like that. And I'm in my room just like, just just damn near like almost moved to tears. And he was like, yo, what, what's going on? Was I was like, son, 80 people showed up. Yes. Like, yes. son, 80 people showed up. I, I, I was I was overwhelmed because I was like, yo, I ain't even think, you know, I, I was like, yo, we could pull 50, maybe. <laughs> but just sitting there, I was like, damn, yes. I knew I knew who I could pull. That's it. And I'm like, even for them niggas to show up, it was like eight people or whatever. But them niggas drove from Baltimore, like down here, like in the snow. And I was like, damn. That like, support system. You know what like, I mean? Like, crazy. like that shit was wild for me. The niggas was like, yeah, like, yo, we got you. You know, I'm like, I ain't even asked y'all to do it. You know, I'm I'm really for myself, like, yo, I want to do this on my own type shit. And I want to prove you, prove it to you that, that I can do it. And then you come help me. Them niggas just showed up. So now mm-hmm. every party, you know. More people show up. More people show up. It's, For sure. Hey, man. It's going to be live. Um, I hope the DJ is the next party. Do, do you say for days? You want to be in there? Why not? Why not? Hey, oh, sure. Why not? We can, For we, sure. We can talk about that yeah. offline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make it happen. Talk sure. to me, man. Talk to me. <laughs> Word. So, um, oh, there's a couple topics that we definitely, you know, we were talking about before. Yo, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. You brought up you brought it up so smooth and then you you jumped into the Savage series, but Tory Bricks. Oh. You were talking about people being set up and you gotta know like mm-hmm. your friend circle. Mm. That's a perfect example. I didn't know anything about it. Son, yeah, I'm clicking I follow her on Instagram. I'm clicking through my Instagram stories. And then her her IG Live pops up and she's on IG Live. Her face is all busted open and I'm like, what's going on? She's she's literally talking to tens of thousands of people who are going on her on IG Live. Like, why your face busted up? Like, you ugly? Why you crying out? And then come to find out, I saw a picture earlier, Rich the Kid in the hospital. Yeah. And it, it was like a suspected robbery or something. Mm-hmm. All of them got pistol whipped and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, yo. Like, it, it was just so many negatives in that situation. Like, she got pistol whipped. All of them got robbed. Rich the kids in the hospital. And then her response is to go on IG Live and, like, try to work it out. The and, power of, like, those social yeah, media. Yeah, it is scary. And, That's, and, that's people, crazy. That is, it's crazy. Yes. Like, I saw somebody have, like, a near-death experience. And this person put their, like, car on, on like, Twitter. But it had a filter on it. And someone's like, so you took the time. To put a filter on your red car. Facts. That's crazy, son. It's, it's they, crazy. Well, her, she posted a picture with in portrait mode, yeah. showing her face on her son, on her Instagram. I'm like, the, 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 because people were like blaming her and saying yeah, she they, was. They say they say she set him up. They say she set the nigga up. I don't know situations like that. I tend to. They, that's the, not the my game, business. Right. I don't know, <laughs> son. The, the I don't game, know. the game, the rapper, the game. Um, Niggas was came up and so he I don't was know. like, "Yo, the, he was like, Rich the kid, you gotta watch who you hang around. Them niggas set you up." And I'm like, "Yo, but none of y'all know the situation." Yes, you don't know the situation. Like, that was one of those touch me nots. I'm just like, I just, I let, you gotta let this shit rock, man. I, well, I'm definitely not. Yeah, I definitely know what happened, but I think more importantly though, it speaks to kind of like our priorities. You know what I mean? Not even and just that, remove myself thing, from yeah. the yes. yeah, but the fact that you felt that like the pressure to post something on the internet with your face showing like yeah, I was this happened to me. It's like Nick, the uh, the level of validation uh, niggas, that everyone needs n- from social media. Niggas trying to ridiculous. niggas always want to build that credibility because that's your reputation. Like I think people are finally we have all these events. We had BYOB the other um, bring your, build your own brand. People are now starting to realize, especially with our generation, the power of um, marketing yourself property and your brain, right? So 
that that's how you go far the following you know no one's going to follow you unless you have a good brain unless you have a good body you know as your brain or something like that or a good skill as your brain so now like people do anything to build that credibility oh yeah i i got pistol whip whatever son if i got pistol whip black eyes scars like she had you won't see me the last thing i'm doing is posting a, a you, selfie on son it, you man. won't see me bro yeah. you i'll be in the basement with the ice pack Plotting my revenge. It's, it's just a, it's just a different type of pressure that we live in. You know what I mean? It we, we, is. We, we were joking about it earlier when we were talking about Drea like taking a Popeye chicken and throwing it back Son. in the pan <laughs> and pretending she was frying. It's like, you know what? What kind of pressures are are on your shoulders that makes you go do that? Niggas are you know strategic, man. I, mean? I, I I just because at a certain point it's like, are you serious? Because like maybe she did it just because she knew people were going to give her attention. Well, well, I think because. She's posted so many of her food before, and people go on it. Every single time Dre posts food, people yeah. go on it. It is what I mean, it is. yeah, that's true. I don't even think she ate that shit. But I'm saying, but like, <laughs> you think at some point, you don't think she's just like, I'm fed up of people frying my food. Not not literally, but people frying my food <laughs> that I went to come. I'm just going to go buy some pre-bought food and just throw it on the internet just to kind of clear that's up so my extreme. image. It's extreme, but that's it's like, extreme. we don't we don't know what her timeline looks like. We don't know what her DMs or her feed looks Son, like. You but know why I mean? is that important? I don't know. Why is that important? To ask these people son, that. that, but that's a crazy. I, I actually because thought what, about what, that what, is she, what else is she known for? That's but son, I thought about that. Dre has her own like swimmer line before that. Before that, what do we really know Dre for? Mm-hmm. Just being pretty, being mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like, so I guess but she, her, her body is her brain. Like, I mean, that that's respect, which is and she posts the pictures on the internet. Yeah. So, but my thing is, is I, I thought about that earlier. What you just said about like social media. Yo, imagine a celebrity's. Um, Instagram account. That shit is always consistently going off, right? You would think. Yeah, I, would, I, I mean, they have to have the notifications no, on it. Has ignore. to be. No, yeah. you can have like your notifications only to the people you follow. Oh yeah, look at that you, shit. I, you know, <laughs> might, yeah, your shit must be popping, bro. Because no, I'm not. No. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. You don't have to teach me for when I do get, you know, build a following. Because right now, I can barely get 100 likes. I get like 99, 98. So, so now, was you still waiting for that Man Crush Monday? Son, you know, my sister tried to help me out, but then she deleted it. I was like, son, don't do not do this to Your me. Your sister made you the Man Crush son, Monday? Son, yeah, but I, I was like, son, don't do this to me. And she was like, yeah, I was just gassing you. Yeah. <laughs> she liked to pull my legs. So I was like, whatever, dog. And she took it down. Damn. You know, it's one cool. day, man. It's, it's coming. It's, it's coming, coming, man. It's Post coming. and delete. No. <laughs> That's a phase. I got the notification, though. So it's That's funny. Good. That's funny words. What's up, man? Look, well, but now you, you said um, you were vi- revisiting something else. I know I cut you off but with Tory Bricks, but you were like, you had another question. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's gone now. Whatever oh. I was talking about is gone. Oh shit! Yeah. Shit, we shit, we still got. I mean, so when is your next uh, speaker panel? When is the next panel for a Savage Series? So I'm deciding in between July. I'm also hosting a party mm. in July. Where it's gonna be a Wicked Bloom. So this one oh, is like that's the joint on Florida Avenue. Yes. Happy mm-hmm. City. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So Wicked Bloom is going to be like a special event because I identify with LGBTQIA, whatever the damn acronym is. So they, they add letters it's, every day, B. They add letters every day. Wait, is IA part of the. It is. What is IA? Um, I'm an old school. Yeah, I'd like to keep it know. short. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I gotta look so, at that. Um, just, they, I just, you gotta look at people as people, right. bro. Like, people are people. Yeah, they do what yeah. they want to do. That's what it is. But 
it's going to like build upon my mental health awareness. And for this particular one, it's going to be like donations for free therapy sessions for the underprivileged. And I'm going to partner with Walter Whitman. Nice. So that is going to be in July. Um, I'm also trying to have a panel in that time, too, as well as I have to do Essence Fest. So a lot is going on. You're DJing at Essence Fest? Yes. Oh, shit. I mean, at, I, at a party was, in New Orleans, not specifically at the SSS Fest. weekend, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, was, was downplay it. Yeah, yes. that's the SSS weekend. You say for days. <laughs> Damn, we, we slight over here. She talking about SSS Fest. Hey, oh, man, yeah, that's look, dope. You say, you say for days time. ain't slight. Don't don't throw it under the carpet. <laughs> it, I, I do say it got me through a lot of crazy Science. nights. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Same here. It's caused a lot of crazy things. It, it got us through our first couple of podcasts. Yes. I go, I go lot to you. That's a fact. Yes. Okay. Cool. But um, the next panel is definitely going to be in July or August. August, like I have my big, my big reveal of something special. So I'm really so excited about we'll stay that. Stay tuned for that. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Okay. Plug your um, plug your social media information stuff you're um, talking about because I'm sure that's where you make all your announcements at, right? Yes, or my website, djshondon.com. Um, DJ Sean Don on Instagram yeah. and Twitter. Nice. Yeah. How you spell C-H-A-N-D-O-N. Yeah. Yes. Nah, yeah, I was, I was about to say. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Nah, a lot I of people say Sean Don, but, but no, it's Sean DJ Don. Sean Don. How'd you, get, how'd you come up with that name? Uh, I didn't even come up with the name for myself. Like, I wanted to be DJ Goldie. Mm. I love gold, like, but there was like my friends. And they was like, "Is no, and it's I not like work. that." Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, they was like, "No," <laughs> I was like, but no, it's a no for me. It's a no for you. Exactly. So it was like Sean Don. I was like, okay. So I really don't have like a backstory okay. at all, but all I do right. love champagne. So it all makes sense. It really does. God's plan. God's plan. Word. Y'all funny as hell. So we like to uh <laughs> we like to end some of our episodes with some of our guests playing this game called Cuff. Have you ever heard of it? I have. You know, Skylar's coming out with her I know. card game. I, know. I can't yeah. wait. Right. He's he gonna shuffle through. My all right, so God. are you ready? You gotta answer. You gotta be completely open and honest with okay. whatever whatever comes. I mean, out. my life is I'm gonna open. Nah, book. yeah, she she checked me early and first thought, go with the shit. Don't don't second guess. <laughs> Shoot right. your shot. So pull from the top. I'll be putting up bricks, bro. Oh Jesus. That was a white question. We just got we gotta keep going. How long is too long to be dating someone? What? How long is too long to be dating? No, nah, no, nah, I heard you. I was just oh. like, I guess they're saying like if you're in a relationship for X amount of years till they take it to the next level type. Is what that is what the next what, level? What, is marriage yeah. the next level? I, I, I this is like an open ended question. So, within so, the question. so we want to skip that question. I think so. All right. Yeah, Let's yeah. That's one. you can't read. see. This is another open ended question too. Okay. The third card is always the best card. Three is my favorite number. Not seven. <laughs> It's another open-ended question. Oh. Let me see. Check that oh, one out. Oh, Jesus. She's a refined ratchet, but oh, yeah. Here's a good, this is a good question. I'll okay. pull one. Oh, what's the worst thing your ex has done to you? Oh, Jesus. Oh, my goodness, you guys. This night is a crazy mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. So, picture it. Um, oh, wait, and- oh, wait, time out. 
Pause. Are we all answering this question or just? Oh, we could go around. Yeah. Okay. So, um, my ex. So we were in Birmingham at this bar, and she was too drunk. Oof. Too drunk. That's that's how it always happens. We were at a bar that her ex worked at. Damn. So. I she went to the bathroom and throwing up all this extraness, and then the ex, who was a bartender at the bar, went to the bathroom as well. And then it was like, maybe you should go check on your girl. Oh lord! I'm just like, okay, because she shouldn't be that drunk. And then I went back there, and I saw them like cuddled up, hugged up. I don't know what you call that point in time. But booed up. Uh right. Boot up in the bathroom. After she her was, throwing up and shit? After her throwing oh, they up. Nasty. So so it was comforting. <laughs> they nasty. They oh, were okay. comforting each other. She was right? her belly? I don't know. What I don't know. <laughs> it didn't it didn't pan out quite well. Um, I ended up um Y'all, this is ratchet. This is baby. Oh, it's, it's not ratchet. It. This not is ratchet. this is baby days. So okay. don't judge me. I, this I, is I, like more more than seven years ago, people. Oh, yeah. FYI. Hey man, look, we all real here, man. Yes. So seven years ago, I ended up throwing her through like a whole uh, door of a tattoo shop, <laughs> and she had wait, to wait. pay for it. Hey, y'all, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's wild. I was like, "Yo, let me process it." I thought she was going to say something last. I thought she, I threw something through. Yeah. She meant her. She, no. threw, she her. threw her. <laughs> threw her. The ex of the uh, the your ex. The ex. Oh, Why the... would I blame the other girl? Oh, no. See, I like the way I like the way that no. I like that mm. thought process. Mm-hmm. So she ended up going through like a whole door. It was such a dramatic night. Like the rain started happening. <laughs> it was just like. <laughs> The dramatics on top of all dramatics. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was like the worst thing my ex has ever done. Okay. She's a pretty solid person though in life. Were, you, were y'all able to, you know, mend that up? Yes, that? we're still really good friends. Um, good. We also like co-parent, so. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, it was me. Yeah. I'm looking, we all it's looking you. at you. Hey, man. Shit. Man, I've been through some things um worst thing my ex has done to me this is not even the worst thing but it's it's crazy um we was out at a at a at a club i don't know if it was for her birthday or what it was but now i'll put the disclaimer out there early she's a nice person she's a great person i hope she out in la doing her thing um you got real specific <laughs> right. No, I'm just, you know, she's, you know, I hope y'all in LA doing a thing, you know, all love. Um, but yeah, she, we was at a club. Liquor is always involved, alcohol, the real feelings come mm-hmm. out, you know what I mean? And um, she did something. I, she, she was just moving the wrong way to me. And we had, we had had a comp, cause I'm a talker, you know, when, when I, when I fuck with you, like, I like to hash things out. I like to talk. I was a talker. She knew what bugs me, you know, shit like that. She was doing something, and I was like, son, what's going on? Like, you bugging right now. You you just real bugging. She was like, whatever. Started going back and forth in the club. I was like, son, like, what the fuck? So, young, I, we was both drunk. She said something to me, pushed me. 
like put like she just pushed me and I was like son like why are you putting your hands on me? she signed you yeah like 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 you. yeah like something yeah. and I was like I was like son what and then like she started approaching me like on some, on some this is shit. the most Baltimore he's been like this whole conversation, you guys. <laughs> she, was, she was approaching me on some other shit. So I just I just nudged out the way, like, young, get out my way, bro. So then, you know, the bouncers came, grabbed me, and my feet weren't on the floor. They just they yes. hit you with the jazz and jab joint. Yeah. Son, I'm outside wilding. Like my friends trying to call me down. I'm just like, son, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, cause there was just so much shit going on at the time. Like, whole backstory I ain't getting into. But I was just like, son, like. Niggas gonna think I'm crazy, but like th- this energy that I'm feeling yeah. is something deeper than just mm-hmm. what's going on right here. And I was like, right. I know I'm drunk, but like, nah, like this shit keep like, happening. She knows the triggers. Yeah, yeah, like like something else is going on. And I, I turned out I was right, but I was like, yo, what the fuck? That's like, when you gotta step away from that. Yeah, shit. yeah. But you know, I was all looking up, whatever. Fuck it. Son Shorty stepped outside, started coming at me again, it was all in my face. And she punched me in my face Oof. like three times. She had a, she had her Damn. class ring on her joint. Bust your shit. Black eye, son. Damn. Black eye. I was just standing and she hit me. I was like, son, what? Like you hit me. Had you hit me two, combo. two more times, dog. So then I, I just grabbed her wrist. I was like, son, you really gonna hit me? She snatched away from me, popped me again. I was like, all right, fuck it. And then we we made it home or whatever. But like. I woke up the next day. I I woke up, but my eye didn't open. That shit was closed. I was like, damn. Like, niggas really gave me a black eye. Like, I couldn't believe it, bro. you guys went home together. Yeah, we was all in the Uber. It was like six of us. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I was like, I was like, all right. Damn, bro. That that shit sounded healthy. I ain't really really got no uh, no crazy ex stories, luckily for me. You know what I mean? I feel like I... You know, I always joke around and say I ain't got no exes, but fuck it, I got exes. Oh, but nah, ain't nothing bad. I, I will say this. This happened after me and my ex broke up. She fucked this nigga that I ain't fuck with during the whole time. We was like dating each other. You know, it's always a nigga that just be in the background. It, mm. Niggas always be putting in work. It's a, yeah, it's yeah. a nigga always in the background. Niggas are always plotting. Yeah, always plotting. And she ended up telling me after we broke up, like, on some, like, on some trying to get back at yeah, you said, yo, yeah. I fucked this up. That's why that's I fucked fuck, fuck, such oh, and such. Oh, God. I was no. like, damn, all right. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? I was mad at the time just because I was right. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I always nah, say like when that nigga have the, a window, the, the nigga going to go through the window. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's the shit. Nah, yeah. my bad. That's the shit that got me. Like, you know you right. And then when oh, they, yeah. they prove you, prove you want to be right, but yeah. they prove you right, yeah, you just get, oh, yeah, you don't even know yeah, what you're mad at. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It was like, all right, cool. I was right. I knew the nigga. If the opportunity came, he would, he would do it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? He going to shoot a shot. So, all right, cool. All right, next question. Okay. That's yeah. the mo- moments when you want to steal off on the nigga. Mm-hmm. But why? She's taking some time to think about this even, one. I don't even remember what I don't even want to see this shit. What would you think if you caught your partner watching porn? Oh, that's easy. Oh, that's nothing. Would you get you, turned on? It depends on what <laughs> you're watching, but I'll pull up with you. Yeah, that's an easy. That's an easy answer for me. Porn is porn, like yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. let's make a video. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's that's no big deal to me. If you um, want, I this? mean, let's keep it one hundred. It, ooh, is social media a part of cheating when talking to other girls or guys online? I think yes. See, we we tried. I to- met my person via social media, so automatically have like mm. this whole. But you met me, so. 
the, the it ain't out the realm of possibility. Right. Yeah. Damn, damn. That's see, that's that's so like damn. You got social you, media because social you gotta media, think people, about it like that. People really like damn. neglect the idea of the influence of social media and yeah. relationships, particularly. Mm-hmm. Um three or four likes. People are like, oh, is she interested? Or oh son, that's wild. Oh, no, yeah, that's real. I see what you're saying. Now. Very, I, didn't, I didn't even think about that. Yes. Okay. It's like, okay, this 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 nigga didn't scroll through eighty two pictures. He liking some from a uh, hundred and twenty weeks back. Is that an automatic sign that if somebody trying to get your attention? Yes. They, okay. You definitely want some yes. That's definitely attention. But but ins- don't Instagram do the like the non- Sequential shit now, where they like no, 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 on your actual. If I go onto your page and I go, yeah, but you. but I'm saying like, like when, the... when you follow somebody, like if they're a new follower, they'll show you like their old pictures or some of their old pictures. No, but you talking about if I go to your page directly yes. and I scroll, scroll, scroll back scroll, and I double scroll, tap, scroll yeah. and double tap. Yeah. That's asking for attention. Social media is a big part of relationships. Oh, I, in I, our I've time. done that shit sometimes, but I'm just looking. But for, you're in a relationship though. Yeah, I'm yeah. just looking for some. But that's the thing. You like, looking for something? Yeah, but I'm. You know, I I did it to girls who are in relationships. Like, you know, you just why? Why? <laughs> hey man, look, they not married, so no. Hey, what, what they be saying at church? Right. If you not, if you not married, you're single. Hey, is that the hey, that's philosophy? Hey, no, no look, I, I keep it one hundred. Like, that's that's literally the philosophy, bro. Like, it's if, really not. It, it it is, bro. It is because everybody. She got some, she got some thoughts. She got I, some I, yo, I understand, but like. Like fuck it, that's how Jay Z got Beyonce. So shit. no, that's not. That's, that's, he literally said in his song, "That's, exa- that's I exact, fucked up, that, no, and then I had no. to remarry her." No, he literally said in his song, he tried to get it. He got at her on the plane, and she was feeling him, but she had no. a dude at the time. So he was like, "All right, I'm a chill." And then they were still, Nigga, they were no. still talking. He literally said, that's, that's the shit. Oh, no, wait, he on. This, is, this said, is on the new album. This is on yeah, his song. This is on the new album. He, he, he literally, literally said, said how he bagged Beyonce how, how on the plane. Saying no. He literally said something. I, I, can play, no. I can play the track, Yo, bro. because he literally said. And on 713. I fucked up and then I had, you know how was, I got back with her. That was after the fact. You know, Beyonce said, you fucked up and I was about to go with that nigga. And Jay-Z was like, cool, cool, chill with that. When they when they first met, I'm talking about when they first met. He, when you first mean, I don't care about that. He, he said, But if I you're in a committed relationship, you should, if <laughs> you was, know that person is a committed relationship, you should not be double tapping. Son, he. Trying he, to snatch. Look. No. He said it on his song. They current, they they talked about their entire life. He What's the like, name of the song? Because now I got no, go to listen. It's, it's to the, the whole album where it's they're the they're going album. back and forth. But like on the one song seven one three, he was like, "I met you on a plane." It was it was like fate or whatever. And then he was like, "I was uh, I knew you know I was I was going to try to talk got, to you." Then I got back with her and got back together. That was after he cheated on her. Yes, and she left his but, ass. But I'm talking about the first, like, when they first, first met. Now, we ain't going to get into it. Anyways, the nigga, she had a dude, and he he was playing, he was waiting. He was playing. Like Big Sean was with Janae Aiko. He, he, play, he, play, he playing the Ooh. seed. Yeah, like, like yo, I'm okay. going. She was like, yeah, uh, I didn't cheat on my mans with Big Sean. I just told him, hey, I was going to the game with my friend. That nigga Big Sean was waiting. 
he was I, niggas do be plotting. That's what I'm saying. Like, but well, I feel like you shouldn't be plotting. That, I really don't. Hey, I son, don't. Well, but do you believe in like a soulmate? Like, what if you see somebody is like, you know, that person is the person I'm supposed to be with. Like, I believe would you, in would soulmates, you... but not all soulmates are relationship type. Gotcha. Like, okay. soulmates come at different levels. A soulmate can definitely be a friend. Are you are yeah. you are you willing to wait on the sideline while that person Fuck gets no. there? Why would I be a second option? No, 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 option? no, 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 no. I'm not saying second option. I'm saying like because some people just aren't. <laughs> I'm saying like sometimes some people aren't ready like to be in a relationship but sometimes people aren't ready to take it to the next level so are you willing to say you know what get your shit together not necessarily to get out of a relationship but it can be a, a plethora of other things get your shit together and, and I'm gonna still do me but if you ever get it you know what I mean hey. stare that shit right we can um, see where this goes. I put all no. the, I put all the responsibility on the person in a relationship. To be honest, okay. if you're in a relationship, then you act as such. You do. People are going to try to get at you. Yes, regardless. that's that's the one thing about relationships. Relationships are not about blah blah blah, but it's about the the choosing of your significant other. Like you have to constantly choose your significant yeah. other over all temptations, over all that. Absolutely. But you that's what I'm saying. You can't put the fault on somebody for like going smack. It's no, it's, it's yes, the, you should not go smack if you see this person committed. Like why? Hey, look, man. Shit happen every day, B. No. <laughs> no. Shit no. happen every day. You son, I look, I yeah. look, I've been in a I've been in a relationship where like cheating and stuff has happened, but all I'm saying is like looking at it now, like the I'm not gonna put any type of blame or care about like what somebody out of outside of my relationship does because like i'm in a relationship with this person so like we made this commitment together you know what i mean mm-hmm. so people are going to get at you because i got at you like you find this shit you're attractive but it's a level of respect hey people don't respect you like for it's real. a level of respect like i've literally been walking down the street and someone someone has like said oh you too fine for this person to be with you. Exactly. That's like a level of respect you caused yeah, and I'm it, about to pop off on you. It, that's, that's 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 a I, level that's of respect. Facts. I hear no. you, but people aren't going to respect your shit. That's why like you have to have that un- in reality, you have to have that understanding with your partner. Like how many you, just just one, but I'm saying you you I've only had one one girlfriend. But I'm saying you have to have that. Only one no, she was asking, I thought she was gonna ask how many times you've been a side nigga. Yeah, that's what I was. Oh, I mean, like I don't look at it as me being a side nigga. You look at the other nigga, <laughs> son, because like I'm getting what I want out of you, bro. Like you, you have like like for real, for real. Like you know what you I want. I wish y'all could see my face right now. Uh, like, nah, nah. You you know what you want going into the, a she situation. Got the, she got the black woman yeah. judging eyes. Nah, I don't. I don't give. Yo, for real. Like niggas know. <laughs> you know what you want when you go into a situation. Okay. Like there's just some people where you're like, all right, I meet you out. You're attractive enough, and you're like, man, I just want to hit. But you, as a sign nigga, don't you feel like I really? I'm a, such a believer of. You, you leave the person as you met them. So, you get what I'm saying? Like she's gonna go to another person the same way she's met oh, you. Oh, so you're thinking that I actually want to be with the person? Oh, yeah, nah, nah. I've never went into like because I, I understand. Oh, that. awesome! I'm gonna steal your girl. Yeah, type like, shit to make like, you yeah and then somebody steals. Oh, he just he just had to pull up with the, dick. That's what that's, that's what, that's that's what he's just talking about. With the yeah, yeah like, that's what he's like, talking about. Yeah. Nah, just like what you said. Why would I ever trust someone? Exactly. Who, oh, yeah. oh, so we was all on a different yeah. page. Like he's nah, talking. He just pulling nah, up. Nah, nah, I get you because it's like yeah. like that's if, different. if yeah. you're available, 
you're available. You you're making yourself available. You know but what I'm if saying? she's in a relationship and then she slowly becomes available for you, don't you think she would leave you the same the way same that way, she yeah. slowly yeah. became available yeah. for you? Yeah, yeah, but if you're trying to bag a chick who's in a relationship, then that's look, man. You'll you're 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 right. I I believe that you'll get bit in the same way. Yes, but, but for me, I'm not time. looking at it like that. It's like you're if you make for, yourself available, you're serving a purpose. Yeah, yeah. like I'm gonna get out of you what I want to. It may be conversation. It it may be sex. It may just be you know a Netflix and chill, buddy. It, you know what I mean? But like. All I want is your time and your attention. For real, for real. Like, for that time being. And then mm-hmm. I'll send you on back yeah. to your nigga. Like, that's so crazy. So, you ain't. So, basically, what we're saying is that you're not getting to a situation with a, a girl that's in a relationship you can't. and hoping it's a term. You can't. You, yeah. you setting yourself up for failure. Because right, right. then you're going to get yourself in a situation where you're like, damn. I really like you, I, or but I'm, you're with that nigga. I'm better than that nigga. How, what? Or like right. when when we start messing with each other, you had a man. Now you're in a relationship. It's like now you go MIA. You showing some of the exactly. same signs that you were showing when you right. was breaking you off. You're going, right. you're, going, you're, going, yeah. you're going to hurt yourself because yeah, 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 yeah. you know yourself. Yeah. We we that's all true. project our fears on everybody else. So yeah. mm-hmm. you know when somebody, everybody who talks about like, oh my man can't be out this late. Or he can't be texting while he's sleep or whatever. That's because you already know what the deal is. Texting while he's sleep. Speaking of, this, this is about to be mad random. I heard, I saw this the other day, but Tiana Taylor, did you see that? That she, before her and Iman got like married or something like that, he had to like talk to her about all his sexual partners. I so respect that. I don't, I don't see an issue with that. that. I don't yes. see an issue with that. I, I did that with my ex. Yes. For, for, I can't, don't have me yeah. looking at her crazy. And that's the, that's, that's the thing we, I was talking about with XX. Ten, you, Tentacion. Yeah, you gotta be ready. You gotta be ready for whatever. And and when you bring somebody else into your life, like they have to know that their life can affect you as well. Mm-hmm. So don't be having me out here with somebody who's gunning for me. I guess they live a different life. For me, I don't necessarily care about who you're with. At least just let me know if it's one of my niggas, though. I mean, but it could be Man, a nigga but, of a nigga. But that nigga, that nigga could be gunning for you, dog. Like that's right. that's what I'm saying. Because like, no, ain't nobody taking that. And I got number one. No, nah. but number two, I, for me, it's like I I don't really. Cause we all got a story. We all got a history. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't necessarily care about your past. Like I say this all the time. It's not it, about a care. It's, it's about it's, an awareness. It's, it's, but I'm gonna get to that because to me, I always say like whoever I'm with, their body count is only is only one. Is me. I'm the nigga in your life. That's all that matters. That's all I care Most about. But people don't think they that don't way. think that way, right? Yes. But I probably would want to know if it's like one of my friends or somebody that hey, I'm around. Look, At least give me hip. You I, know what I mean? I was, like, I'll say this, man. I don't need to know the full list, uh, especially of niggas that I don't know. But mm-hmm. if I'm around them, just give me hip. Like, yo, me and me and such and such, we had a situation. I just want to let you know because if you see him out all the time or whatever, you know what I mean? Don't mm-hmm. don't have me walking around with an egg on my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that that's important. The only thing that I, I would say is it's I think it's important for you to have that conversation because you don't know how them seeing like them seeing you out with your now significant other will affect them. Cause I've been in situations oh, like so for example like when niggas get real spicy. Yeah, like like let's say your girl used to mess with some dude. Oh, you're saying right? you're, you're yeah. talking about the, the person now. Yeah, gotcha, so gotcha, like gotcha, you gotcha. just it they may not be important to like your significant other, but like just off of you having that awareness of what that person looks oh, like. like I mean, or, we, we had a situation like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you never know the type of energy that person's going to bring. You're yeah. just like, son, like, what? I, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. But but that situation works to kind of what we were talking about because that person is in a certain circle and you're around close to that circle. Yeah. Get me hip. 
Yeah, you know yeah. So at least that way I could kind of be on my piece of cues when I'm everybody. around this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I, I agree that. that. And plus, they kind of live a different life. He's, they're like celebrities. They're rich. They probably, you know, he probably done mess with people that we see on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. I can understand that. You, you always got to clean out the closet. Yeah. If you, okay. If you plan to that's that transparency, man. That's what saves. That's what saves relationships, man. Especially if this is for the long haul. Yeah. I don't have nothing to hide. You know, I mean, you don't want so yeah. Shit, okay. transparency saves all types of relationships. Every relationship. What was the question? Because um, I don't think I the niggas answer. Oh, social media. Social yeah, media social is joint. Media. And look, yeah, transparency. Yeah. That's Overall, the answer. yeah. Yes. No, you know what I'm saying? You have people DMs. No, unless it's about business or you nah, know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yo, because business, email, people, but, but, email. But, but I mean, I jump in girls' Even DMs. Even in emails. Uh-huh. You know, shit, when we throw our parties, I'm sending flyers, I'm sending this, but I'm not like, With hey, it's beautiful. It's the intention yeah. behind that's, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah transparency. That's all it is. Intent. I'm, all, I'm all, yes. all about the intent. If you, the yeah, if you're talking to a nigga online and it's about business or it's about whatever, I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. But yeah. when the minute that it turns into something else, because it's one key word that can just like turn yep. into a whole different direction. And, absolutely. and here's the thing though. Intent is so important because I'm not I'm not here in a controlling aspect. I want you to have friends. I'm not gonna be mad that you're talking to niggas or whatever, this, that, and the third. But like understanding your partner's intent. That is so major because mm-hmm. they can be out here, they can have guy friends or whatever, or they can have girlfriends or whatever, but like that doesn't mean they're fucking them. Absolutely. You know, or that doesn't mean they're messing around because a lot of people, they'll just be like, oh, I really you? feel like emotional cheating is the worst form of cheating. I'd rather yeah. for you to have somebody to smash and pass than to like build and grow. Yeah. Like, what? Wait, wait, that's, what? Yeah. That's a whole relationship. Yeah. That's a whole relationship. Yeah. I that's really true. feel like emotional cheating is mm-hmm. the worst. Yeah, once because that's start, the shit you fight over. Yes. Yeah, once niggas yeah. start hitting, once you start looking at that, you might see that little message pop on the phone and nigga texting your girl talking about some good morning, good morning, beautiful, hey, son, all the, that kind the, of extra the, shit. The, like, hold up, bro, son, mm-hmm. yeah, son. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. All that, that's that's the little shit that you got. Don't, get, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Well, we got, I think mean, we hit all three. That's that was a good little cuff session right there. So, um, do say for days. So we always end our episodes with a vibe of the day. So we play a song. Oh, I should. Oh wait, wait, wait! You you ain't got no uh, PMB. I don't got no PMB for this week. Well, I did say I had a PMB. I was gonna go on the Joe Button podcast a little bit, but we we discussed it. But you know, I I expected a little bit more out of him. But hey, you know that that gives us that gives me you know. I feel like Joe Button because he didn't have like a good experience in the past. Yeah, he didn't know what to expect. Yeah. So now it's like a standard for his podcast level. So if he comes back, then he'll know what to what do. What to do. Yeah. That's how I looked at it. But then I also looked at it like on, from my side, positively, like, oh, shit, we can do this. They, we oh, t- absolutely. We talk about the same Why shit. Why the fuck can you not no, do no, it? No, no, did yes. it. Like, it was just like, oh, shit, yeah. like, son, this is, yo, get a venue, talk shit. <laughs> for real, for real. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. It's all about sharing your story. That's hey, that's my PNB. One okay. layer at a time. Ain't that Show what Pusha said? We gonna peel this Sur- back one layer at a time. <laughs> Surgical summer. <laughs> Surgical summer. Word. So, like I said, we end our episodes, you know, with the vibe of the day. So, is there a particular song you want us to drop that you want to share with the world that speaks to you today? Mm. You named a bunch of dope artists. Yo, I was about. I was looking through Snow Allegra, like, yo, pick one of these joints. <laughs> I 
Oh, wait. You guys, iPhones must be coming out with a new one because it's... Oh, you're just trying to move slow already? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Did you did you get on on that uh, class action lawsuit they had? I wish I would have. Man, you probably... But I did get on the Wells Fargo one. You probably would have got like five cents from that joint. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, hey, whoa. What Wells Fargo do? You know, they were creating those fake, fake accounts. accounts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Damn, that's that fuck up your credit. As she she's scrolling, she's scrolling through to find uh yes. find the vibe. Talk to him. Mm. While we wait, what we got on the horizon, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, two safer days coming up. Uh, we got a couple more episodes, so a couple more guests we got coming up for the yeah. podcast. Uh, we got some. I got a bunch of trips lined up. So my summer, man, my summer looking crazy. It's getting better and better. Yeah, you know I mean, all summer eighteen niggas is going back to I'm back to working. back. Just, just in the sun, in the studio, in the shit, man. We, we coming at you, bro. Do say for days, we out here. Social medias, Sean Don. You pulling? Do say you, you DJing? Do say for days. DJing, do say. Oh, that she already claimed. Okay. Oh, you already claimed it. Yes. You, you might have to battle some of my niggas. I mean, that's cool. All right. All right, I bet. mean, that's not a problem. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I, I mean, like that attitude. Yeah. Okay, I'll just send y'all the contract. All right, bet. Shoot yeah. it out there. Send us a day. He got you. Yeah, man. Got it. I'm not counting around this shit. <laughs> um, I'm gonna throw it back to Tupac. Oh Lord, we gonna have a Tupac vibe. My, my nigga said, "Oh Lord, <laughs> no." Yo, because you know people go through changes. Oh my God, some do changes. You know, changes for the vibe of the day. By Tupac, I fuck with right, it. Cool. That, it was his birthday not too long ago. It was. Like, yeah, it was yesterday. like two days ago. Oh, yesterday. yesterday. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was shout out to Tupac. So we going out vibe of the day. Hey, man. Tupac yes. changes. Ambitions changes. of a rod. Follow <laughs> at the Sean. No, at DJ, DJ Sean Dunn. Sean DJ C H A N underscore D O N. On Instagram and Twitter. Right. Follow at the PNB pod. You already know where we at. All right, we out here. True.